Bernie, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. That's how World War I got started. What is he doing? He's beginning to believe. I declare bankruptcy! the guild this is casual master quest and i am tyler Vinito. join with me as always is my friend and partner nick how is it going over on in your end what's up i am doing fantastic a lot of interesting things happen i uh, like uh, for the people who are listening to this uh it won't affect them at all but uh this is probably the latest episode we've recorded so far it is 7 15 p.m pst for me and it's which 10- is not so bad 10.15 p.m. So uh, this is my prime time, but uh, long story short, a lot of things happened uh, Friday night, Saturday Nording. Nording. Uh, Nording. Sorry. I was thinking of uh, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> uh, whenever a character gets uh, taken over by the main villain, Xehanort, they get Norded. But uh, whew, a lot of things happened. And I didn't sleep when I was supposed to when I came home, uh, which right. would have been around uh, normally around 6 o'clock. But for me, it was about 8, 8.30. Then I had a uh, couple of things that happened, but man, we have so much to talk about. So much to happen, so much to discuss, so many things I got. I got so many toys over here, I don't even know what to do. I feel like it's Christmas already for me. Oh man, what, what's been going over on your end? Um, school's wrapping up, uh, so by the time this comes out, I should be done with classes officially. Um, I have one final, that's on the 12th, so once that's done... I'm done for the semester. But yeah, I wrapped nice. up a few projects. Uh, my portfolio website, my own personal website website was part of, it was a portfolio project for one of my courses, but I'm using it as my own personal website as well. So that should be going live before the end of the month. Hell yeah, um, man. You showed me that thing. That thing is fucking boss. Yeah, yeah I built it up from the great, ground man. up. It, it, it was- uh, Wait, are you are you work. doing this weird thing where you're looking down and blushing, toes inside, and you're like, oh, jeez, thanks. I mean, Mr. without dark my skin, as you can't tell that I'm blushing, but thank you. I can, I, I can <laughs> see some pink somewhere in there. I can peer in your soul and see, you know, just a little, little piglet from Winnie the Pooh saying, oh, gosh. And it does look great, man. You, you put a lot of work in it, and uh, it's probably one of the most professional projects I've seen anybody personally make before. And I shouldn't say that too loud, just in case my best friend hears it, and he was in the charge <laughs> of the website for Super Goon Squad. But that's besides the point. It looks great, man. Thank you. Um, so yeah, that was um, there were some things that so that was due on a Friday morning. Um, I was wrapping up and putting like some finishing touches, checking for bugs on a Thursday night. Something went terribly wrong. Uh, mm. Fortunately, I had a version to fall back on that wasn't what I wanted or like up to my standards but I was able to submit it just in case like cue the dramatic scenario. music right here because it sounds like this happy story is about to make a really dark turn here no not really so I was up till about 4am that morning oh, uh, stop the music things. 
<laughs> 4 a.m. that morning fixing things, only got a few hours of sleep, uh, managed to wake up on time, which was a surprise, but like for big deadlines and for like exams, I will manage to wake up on time with minimal sleep. Uh, got to class, did the whole thing, presented it, uh, got some feedback, have some little I have a little bit more time to work on it. And then one of my friends in that class, we've wrapped up around um, 11.30, an hour before class usually ends um, on Friday morning. Uh, a friend of mine in that class was like, hey, listen, this was my last class. Um, he's done. He's graduating. That was his last class at the university. Do you, like, nice. you want to grab a beer? Because our campus, this is a sister campus to the, to the university. So it's not the main campus. So it's connected to a mall. And as part of the mall, there's a brewery and uh, they have a liquor store and they sell their own uh, beers and stuff and he's like do you guys want to grab a beer after i'm like yeah i'm down um he's like i'm just gonna have my lunch because he bought his own packed lunch and then we'll go head down so about an hour later i went off got like a double espresso coffee from starbucks uh just you know had a little burger because i'm like well i i don't want to drink on an empty stomach um no that'd be bad slightly frowned upon a beer and two double gin and tonics in and it's three o'clock in the afternoon and I have nothing to do on campus, but I'm drunk. <laughs> so I can't go oh, anywhere. Man. Oh, um, no. Oh, jeez, oh, You're going to. Well, not drunk, but I had like a nice little buzz going, but it was enough where I could feel it. And I'm like, I shouldn't be driving. So I hung out for like about. On Twitter. <laughs> so I hung out for about four hours on campus, just hanging with some buds. I was just talking shit and then um, went home and that was my night. Um, but yeah, that's that's been my week. That Very nice, man. You got an awesome podcast, or sir? I know you got an awesome podcast. Oh, thank you, thank you, appreciate it. <laughs> also, I, I noticed uh, you listed uh, the Casual Master Quest on the website as uh, part of your credentials, and you know, kudos to you. Thank you. Jeez, I, I, I'm. It's weird because I don't talk of it about it like it's a secret shame or anything, but whenever somebody asks and like they bring it up or something like that, and I'm like. Yeah, I do a podcast. It's a video. And then they start asking, it's like, how much does it cost to do that? I'm like, not that much. A lot of time more than anything. <laughs> I think it's like a hundred bucks for like uh, the pro on, uh, was it Podbean? And uh, after that, it's just time, time, time. Uh, how much right. time you want right. to put in? How much, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of capital you got to put in, like, you know, having the right materials and the software and all that. But beyond that, not that crazy. Uh, speaking of, uh, new materials i get to work with now i officially have my computer 100 built and ready to go congratulations a lot of of things happened and uh it's weird i don't think i've heard my computer make a noise yet and it's kind of frightening because it has this uh like a master cooling system that's silent it's not water or anything like that it's just strictly a fan but uh I'm just so used to turning on my computer, and after a while, it just sounds like a, a small-time vacuum or right, a PlayStation right. 4 Pro early model or something. But no, this one's just a, a very, very quiet hum. And uh, I've, I've put it through some limits just to test it, see what it can do. And uh, it's performed admirably, and I really like it. Uh, I was also very surprised because I figured, you know, put all the parts in and all that stuff. I'm going to have to, you know, put the flash drive in, install the operating system from day one on all that stuff put everything in everything just slides right over perfectly like it just turns up and starts working just fine like i was on my old computer except new respects and it was just boggling you know dumb fine i was like really i don't don't gotta install anything are you sure like i started you know checking drivers and stuff i'm like hmm okay yeah they made they made it easier overall um 
like it was a gigabyte motherboard to another gigabyte motherboard so i think that was the main thing for me the only thing that i really had to do beyond that is because it was a different motherboard the operating system didn't recognize it and then it immediately required me to uh authenticate it right Pro- problem is though my code was no good i i apparently used an old well i had an old code from like you know 2012 or probably before that actually that I used all this time, and apparently I just used it one too many times or something. I don't know, but uh, I was uh, out one Windows 10, and I had to make a lot of hard decisions. Now, you and I talked about, you know, beforehand, it's like, hmm, what's the easy way to get Windows 10? Right, let's right. let's yarr it. But uh, and then I was like, no, 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 I don't want the feds on me, or I don't want, <laughs> you know, uh, Captain Windows come sweeping in and then punch me in the gut and then steal $200 plus more or throw me in jail or something. Problem is, though, getting Windows 10, I think the cheapest copy I saw normally was 139 Yep. Like, officially. That, that is bullshit. Uh, like, I remember specifically, uh, it was being 100 bucks for my wife to get it right when it came out, and that's messed up. That's messed up. They, they raised the price on software. It's like, I was like, I understand. You, you spent money on updates and stuff, but why charge more? But I did get a lucky break. Uh, it was like sometime oh, Black uh, Friday. Yeah, I know, right? Saturday afternoon. But uh, there was a Black Friday sale on a uh, CD looking website. Uh, was, there's probably like some Chinese warehouse out there that's full of digital codes for some reason. <laughs> and, uh, you know, one fell off the truck. A little piece of paper fell off the truck and uh, they sold it to me for 60 bucks. So more than half off i uh i jumped on it and now everything's uh 100 good to go i have a supercomputer that hopefully will last me a couple more years unless i want to update the video card and uh the nice thing is uh the uh the nvidia 1080 specifically that graphics card chip uh got really mass produced so there's a good chance that's gonna really drop in price soon if it hasn't already i need to look it up and see what the current price is but uh it's it's probably it's probably not gonna drop too much it's gonna stay at a stable uh price so the prices for graphic cards really jumped um early this year late last year because of bitcoin mining uh but they've started to come down and stabilize to what their um, msrp used to be uh but the general trend is when there's a new generation of cards, the prices of the older generation will drop a little bit, but they'll stabilize. Right. So, right. So you, you you can still expect to get a 1080 for about I think the retail price is about 350 or 400. Okay. I could right. I could be I could be wrong. I don't really know the prices offhand. If there's one thing that like technology wise that really started dropping like crazy recently, it would be the solid state drive. That that price is like started dropping exponentially. Yep, because people are uh, j- uh, jumping at the M2 solid state drives. Yes, um, and those are substantially faster and better, and those are the ones that are more pricey now. And uh, apparently, the market, like a lot of different companies, are now like mass producing SSDs. It's not as rare as they used to be, and since the market is being saturated, kind of competitive pricing would dictate that in order to sell it better, you yep. have to lower it a little bit. And so I won't complain. So everything's working out on my end That's for the good. computer. Uh, this uh, Thursday, I also got a uh, 4K TV. I talked about that, you know, ordering it last week. It's now here, and holy shit. What a <laughs> uh, difference. I don't notice a difference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, uh, I, I keep telling myself, I'm like, 
this looks more crystal clear, right? Like, I, you know, I look at the wife, I'm like, is this high definition? Like, I feel like a grandpa, like, going from a tube TV to a 10 a saying, I don't see the difference. Right. And uh, so, you know, the only thing I had that I could do 4K is uh, stuff I would stream from, like, YouTube or Netflix or whatnot. But streaming 4K, I just don't know if that's going to be the same as, like, uh, native 4K on, say, a disc or something like that. Right, like, right. Potentially. It does look nicer. Uh, it, with the HDR on it, it does look a little bit more colorful. And uh, I didn't really notice the difference too much until she started playing games like uh, Spyro the Dragon, uh, where it starts to really pop out. Like, Ooh, right. okay. And also probably just uh, quality of life upgrades, which you talked about with only the one HDMI working. Oh, yes. Having three now is so good, man. Yeah. Plus, like uh, a TV room. I've never had a smart TV before. So it's like, ooh, I can. Oh, I'm, I hate smart TVs. Oh, just so, okay. It's just so buggy. Like, I don't see the point in them, but now everything's a smart TV. So, anyways. Oh, well, yeah. I, I now have a... Like, uh, if you enjoy using it, great. But, like, I've just never seen the point of a smart TV. Fair enough. I, I just like the idea that I don't have to spend two minutes for my PS4 to start coughing out dust so I can finally get on Netflix. Just uh, check out cool new series like a little animated series called Shira. Have you uh, heard or seen Shira before? Um, I've I've heard about all the news regarding Shira recently, uh, but it's not a series I'm familiar with. What kind of news are we talking about here? Uh, people are not too happy for whatever reason over a child's cartoon, which makes no sense to me. Like, no, I I can see exactly where they're going with that. Now, uh, have you heard of the animated series from like the 1980s called uh, He Man? I'm very familiar with the meme. Um, I'm very familiar with the one name of the villain Skeletor, uh, but yeah. it is not a it's not as TV series, like a show that I watched. I'll get you and take over the castle of Grayskull. Sorry, I I don't know how to do uh, Skeletor. But uh, okay, so main character is He-Man, bad guy Mm -hmm. Skeletor. She-Ra is the sister of He-Man. Right. Uh, But in this uh, storyline, like this is pretty much one of those, you know, origin storylines. He-Man is not in it at all. Uh, it basically focuses on the, uh, She-Ra's original animated cartoon, which is also on Netflix. Probably shouldn't watch that for comparison, but hey, if you want to, by all means, maybe some people would appreciate it more because it's more you know, authentic in the quality of bullshit. And it's her and uh, a guy named Hordrak or Hordaker, I don't remember which one, who is uh, technically the uh, old t- tutor of Skeletor. So you, you got Grandpa Skeletor, Hordak, and then you got She-Ra. And uh, it, it's called She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. It gave me some weird, uh, a mixture of Steven Universe and uh, Avatar the Air Last Bender kind of vibes. Right. In terms of the story and uh, the interaction between the characters. And for that, I thought my wife would love it. I, I, I thought, you know, it had the kind of quirky humor. It was cute. It's funny. It has a has a great story. It doesn't deviate too much from the story or from the original thing where, you know, uh, you know, first episode, it's pretty much uh, She-Ra, or a.k.a. Uh, the character who turns into She-Ra, She-Ra, Adora. Adora is uh, part of the bad team. She was born and raised in the bad team. And by the end of the first episode, you know, she realizes, I'm probably on the bad team. I uh, probably should be a good team. And uh, it's pretty much that. Her, uh, you know, switching sides and trying to join the good side at the, uh, you know, for the next 12, 13 episodes. Uh, the problem with it, and this is where people are going to start to complain... And, uh, you know, it breaks my heart because I sadly agree. Uh, the uh, quality of art is very uh, 
it leaves a lot to be desired. It's uh, it's minimalistic. It looks like uh, somebody did first draft, didn't want to bother with shading sometimes, uh, didn't want to just took a very thin pencil and just drew everything real quick and then just threw Microsoft Paint over it. And it's really frustrating because whenever they start doing animation or anything like that, it looks great. But it's look it's like watching a well-drawn stick figure just move around like super cool and stuff like that. And it's like, great. I can watch this kind of flash video on Newground.com. It's like, I, I really, or Newgrounds. I really don't want to, you know, it just felt like for a Netflix special for something like this, this level of quality would be something a little bit higher. And uh, unfortunately, it does kind of detract. There's even moments where I question the audio, or not the audio, uh, the animation. Uh, for example, there was one time where uh, Adora was just talking to somebody else, and she did, uh, like, uh, where instead of blinking at the same time, she kind of blinked half a second apart, like she was drunk or something. I'm like, really? You, you don't you, you don't want to check that to make sure it's coordinated? Uh, she had a little sippy sip. And uh, also, wife pointed out, uh, the subtitles suck. Uh, I don't know who was in charge of doing the subtitles, but they were in a hell of a hurry. And uh, it doesn't miss. It, it's like trying to translate a uh, a, a subbed uh, anime. It, it It'd be like uh, a Japanese or anything. Uh, an anime character delivering a monologue and then translating going, he said hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just speaks for 30 seconds with dramatic <laughs> music. And then, uh, you know, when the translation finally hits eat my ass <laughs> but uh do i recommend shira i know this is a video game uh podcast but shira as a netflix series i say yes i feel like uh this is going to become something big in the near future and they're going to improve on the quality uh this was a test run for somebody who was a uh, animator or an artist and uh i know they're probably getting a lot of flack right now and i really hope that they improve or they can team up with uh, some more people to help uh, improve the the art quality of that show because it is awesome. It deserves better than that. But as it stands right now, I would say it. You, you just got to enjoy it with uh, a little bit of gritted teeth. Uh, if it's kind of like playing Skyward Sword. If I may propose a counter argument. Yes. What is the what is the target audience for this show? That's a good question. Uh, you would think if it's called She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, the original target was uh, from ages like 7 to 12 uh, girls who uh, the uh, company, I don't remember who does uh, He-Man. Uh, if you want to check that real quick, uh, you know, everybody wanted the guys and boys like He-Man and all that stuff because, you know, he was a, a power fantasy, but they wanted the girls to like it too, so they made She-Ra. And so... With this remade, I assume it's the same thing, but all the people that I've seen so far the, that, you know, to talk about this are usually uh, mid to late 20s uh, males for some reason. It's almost going to like have the My Little Pony effect with uh, all the bronies and stuff. So take that for what you will. Right. Um, because to me, from the very limited things that I've seen, this seems like a basically a kid's show. Yeah. Um, and so at, at that point how much can we sit and criticize the art style when f for kids it's more about what the series might represent um that's fair that's fair that and also nostalgia is an amazing thing nostalgia sells things but nostalgia also bastardizes our perceptions of how great something was hmm. right My, so no, if good uh, so the 
not to cut you off, but like if people were big fans of the original series and then they see this and they're like, I hate this. It might not necessarily be that it's bad, but because it doesn't hold up to what they thought the original series was. Hmm. Okay. Uh, my only concern in this case is I don't know if it's really focused on uh, the same audience anymore because you would think that uh, Netflix would list this as a kid series or something like that because, you know, like I said, uh, seven to 12 uh, females typically in this case. But uh, no, this is uh, this is a top of the line. You go on Netflix. This is one of the things they recommend for everybody. And so uh, even if you say it's targeted for, you know, for that same audience and therefore the quality doesn't have to be exactly not top notch. Uh, if that's the case, then why are we? Why would they market it as so? And also companies like Nickelodeon or whatnot, I mean, no offense, they are totally focused on kids with uh, Spongebob Squarepants, but you don't see uh, Spongebob in the first draft every single time. Things That's have improved. True. Again, probably a new uh, setup with a, a bunch of new people trying their first hand at things. Things struck off so well that they started the role with it. They felt like in you know in the heart of the cards, this was the, the best draft. And uh, they pushed it out and it worked. I People are talking about it for better or worse. It's kind of like mixed feelings. They're like, I want to love it, but the art quality is so, you know, god awful. For those who say that, they can, you know, literally or figuratively, preferably, eat my ass. I don't <laughs> care. I enjoyed it. I don't care the quality. I, I do, but it not, it's not going to be enough for me to start, you know, hating on it because I, I like it so much. Uh, beyond that, though, I did have uh, something happen this week. I've so far only talked about this with my wife and, uh, a, a lot of things happened that scared the shit out of me. Uh, oh boy, that uh, the the life of truck driving can be uh, perilous at times. Oh yeah, uh, a lot of times you don't forget until it happens. Uh, I was uh, put into the position where I was in uh, to make it sound corny, so it doesn't sound as serious. Uh, mortal danger. I, uh, I put myself in a position where I could have been uh, severely... Well, I didn't put myself. I was forced into a position where I could have been severely injured and, uh, you know, my future in peril. It sucked. Uh, long story short, Michigan has been pretty well iced over during the day. It gets like the 35 degrees, which is uh, just a few degrees after uh, melting point. So uh, the, a lot of stuff would melt and then refreeze overnight right, again. right. And so the roads got salted that, you know, got uh, turned to water overnight would start to freeze over again unless it was salted again or there was enough salt residue to keep it melted. And so there was a particular road I uh, had to go down to to get to one of my stores that was off the beaten path. It was in the middle of nowhere kind of path. It's a decent looking road and all that stuff. It's not like a dirt road or anything, but it was not one that was heavily maintenanced by the uh, Department of Transportation and uh, the my state. And uh two lane road 10 feet dishes on each side it was boonie country essentially there's no one for fucking miles i don't even have phone signal out there i, I tried actually <laughs> i'm assuming oh, this was the uh, nighttime yes it was about oh, uh, what's up the oh, black ice so black ice yeah i was doing about 58 miles an hour because all the roads have been cleared so far it hasn't snowed in a very long time so everything should have been cleared i was mistaken I had, uh, like I said, I was doing about 58 miles an hour, listening to the giant bomb cast, shout out. And all of a sudden, I've never hit black ice like this before, so I didn't know what to expect specifically, besides the fact I was going to lose control. 
there's no sound there's no warning you don't no. see it. it it is a silent phantom that strikes when you least expect it all i knew is in front of me i was watching my truck without me turning my wheel start sharp veering to the left towards this 10-foot ditch at 58 miles an hour it took me it, it, you know two seconds to get into it uh half a second i probably spent like going the fuck and then uh over the next second i realized what's happening and i had the course you know control myself to get out of the situation all of a sudden i started jackknifing which for those who don't know about that in trucker terms uh jackknifing is when the the truck starts to turn past the point it should so uh it starts facing towards the trailer the in the opposite direction Yikes. basically if the trailer leads the the truck and the trailer's in front of the truck at that point but the trailer or truck is still attached it'll kind of just uh instead of going straight it'll start swinging to the side and start sliding forward and right. uh at that point you're foobar pretty much you, you you are fucked you're not controlling anymore your trailer is and that's what started happening so before i knew it i was starting to go sideways with my trailer pushing me down the road on this fucking edge of the you know this 10 foot ditch so i was either going to if you know best case scenario flop into it and then just flip over into this ditch just completely parallel with it or if I didn't get myself uh, straightened enough, I was going to diagonally go into a truck first with a 30,000 pounds trailer going into me. And well, uh, I, I'm pretty beefy, Nick, but 30,000 pounds, I don't think I can bench that one. Even even Mercy couldn't heal wounds that deep. Yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 knew, I knew what to do. I, I yeah, started earning the jackknifing phrase, and uh, you just gotta course control it. Don't break, please, for the love of God, don't ever break in black eyes. Give it just a small amount of gas, just enough to uh, try to do a new vector or direction to get yourself instead of the direction your truck wants to go. I did that. I'm off. I'm good, except for the fact that I was still doing like 50 miles an hour, and all of a sudden I start jackknifing next to the fucking other ditch, and so <laughs> I'm going. It, 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 like thankfully i did not trigger anything that activated the camera that was in my truck I'll, otherwise they probably would have heard something like that going they just see you know me flying around bouncing like a pitfall <laughs> and me making these high squeals as i did each one of these things and that happened about a total of five times before i was able to get myself uh both straight and under like 30 miles an hour and i i had like i had to stop oh yeah i i've never had something that like being in control of something that was about sixty thousand pounds completely out of your control and you were less than a second away from being you know ruining your life being in an accident affecting your record hurting yourself just all that stuff it everything just changed within the course of a half second because of black ice and fucking shook me man i i uh i, I i'm not, i'm not proud of this but you know obviously yeah, i did what I, if all I needed to do at the time I I did the first thing I could do was uh, cry I fucking cried my eyes out and I tried calling my wife uh, over the phone uh, in the middle of the boonies where I had like nothing for phone signal obviously you know she was asleep at the time it was 2 in the morning but I just left this most heartbreaking sounding voicemail that I knew that once she heard that you know just 
saying i need you so much right now you know all that stuff it was just it was it was really depressing and then uh i spent the next half hour uh fighting going downhill <laughs> going downhill that was sheeted with ice and at the very end was a sharp curve to the right so i couldn't just go down as fast as i could because hey that's a bad idea nice but the moment i tried hitting the brake to slow myself down that's when i started jackknifing again because uh i can like i have harder brakes on the truck but i have heavier weight in the trailer right. so even if i apply the brakes to the trailer if the trailer is heavier it still wants to lead if you try breaking the uh, truck faster and that was a fun game of uh i know you won't get this reference but the well maybe well i don't know the yodeler from uh the tv show price is right where uh you try to guess the price and uh the the wider the margin is between your guess and whatnot the higher up the yodeler goes and once you get over the top falls right over uh, I was guessing how hard should Tyler break before he dies. Uh, so that was frightening. But but the most important thing is, even though I was fucking terrorized for the rest of the night, I made a fucking home. <laughs> You're here. You're safe. I yeah, yep. I know. I know. I, uh, yeah. It feels a lot better talking about it. Obviously, uh, last night, I very specifically did 15 miles an hour down that road. It, right. it's, a, it's a 10 mile stretch. I had to eat time. But that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, since I uh, it, it's technically video game related, just one last thing. I uh, you might have saw it on Twitter. Uh, when I, when I got home around eight o'clock or eight thirty this morning, the latest I've ever had to work just because of uh, situations and whatnot. Just bad situations all around delayed me a lot, and so uh, I didn't get to sleep until about five o'clock this afternoon. I was only supposed to sleep until six, but uh, <laughs> old Tyler uh, decided that he could not wake up to an alarm. But uh, there's a point in time where I went to a birthday party, and before that, I had to pick up a birthday present for uh, my cousin. Happy birthday to you know her first year. To you know, won't ever listen to this, but that's okay. Well, you uh, never know. I never know. Went to Walmart, and uh, I was in there tired and confused, like I don't know what the hell is going. on. Wife was over in the baby section as she should for a gift. And I was trying to find a gift for some reason in the electronics section. Why I was, let's be real, I probably wasn't looking for a gift at that point. And uh, it was pretty busy, you know, uh, the first day of December and all that. And uh, a helper's trying to help people as best she can. She's, I'm, I'm looking at the the cage in the PlayStation section saying, mm-hmm, maybe I want a PlayStation 4 Pro for my TV. <laughs> and, wife you know it's like don't do it tyler you know she walked away she had no control at that point it's like a, a drunk rhinoceros at that which is like it's better just to let him do the damage and try to pick up the pieces than try to control him now just let him run in his course lady had come up to me she asked me if i needed help and i had no idea what i wanted i looked and i saw that the there's actually no playstation 4 pros for me to stand in front of wanting all i saw was a bunch of ps4s just some reason i wanted to get anyways because i was stupid tired <laughs> And she's like, can I help you? And I just immediately shouted, yes. <laughs> so I had no idea what I wanted. I just wanted to make sure she was still there because, I, you know, when she was gone, it's probably, oh, man, it's going to take forever to find somebody to open this uh, you know, crate again because it's so busy right, around right. here. And so, I, you know, I was like, yes. And she is like, what would you like? And I'm like, a Super Nintendo Entertainment System Classic, please. I'm standing over in the Sony section right now at this Walmart. But I, I announced that. She's like, oh, it's well, it's over here. I'm like. You're right. Yes. I was just looking elsewhere for I made my decision, which I just did five seconds ago. So there was one of these and this thing is fantastic, by the way. There's a lot of, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't do it like a half second review here, mind you. Uh, wow. It is something. 
it is tiny. Have you ever seen like uh have you seen one in person yet? No. Like when you think of a box of this size, you know, the size of a small puzzle box, you think it's going to be like maybe uh about 40% of the box at the very, like 50%. Yeah, you know, uh, 7 8 inches or something like that. You know, it's going to be a big yeah. box there's obviously you need some space for the controllers. Uh this thing is uh barely larger than my phone. Oh wow. Like uh I would grab it for you real quick, and uh, if only I had a beautiful, uh, supportive wife that would unplug the Super Nintendo Entertainment System and hand it to me so I could show it for reference. Okay, she's ignoring me. Uh, <laughs> that was worth it. Okay, so 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 wait, wait. You did you buy this as a gift, or did you buy it for yourself? Uh, I I bought the Sony Entertainment Entertainment System that I would love to show Nick for myself. Now it. it <laughs> I just threw up through an empty vape bottle because she ignored me the first time. <laughs> cough, cough. Oh dear, if there's only some way I could have a si- <clears throat> um, Okay, so it's ironic, and this is terrible of me. Five minutes before that, my wife asked me, Hey, what can I uh, get for you for Christmas? Yes, honey. This came at the sacrifice of my Zelda spot. You didn't save? I was only like 10 <laughs> seconds in. I know you were. Rude. <laughs> Okay, uh, let me back up here. I, I know this is terrible for the audio, but uh, this thing, as you can see, the shape of my hand, uh, size of that my hand is tiny. It is tiny as shit. It is le- like four and a half inches wide. It is uh, about two inches tall. This is a very well 3D printed uh, Raspberry Pi case at this point, which is pretty much what it is. And then, of course, it comes with uh, a normal size uh SNES controller, which uh, bless anybody who says it proper. This looks normal size, but uh, oddly enough, it comes with a uh, what looks like a Nintendo Wii uh, port system cord plug-in input, which was, uh, I'm assuming they had a bunch of them in the warehouse that didn't know what to do with them. Let's use them for the SNES uh, Classic and all that stuff. That's smart. It was pretty smart. So, putting that aside, I uh, plugged it into the 4K TV today. And my God, it was fucking worth it the moment I saw Super Mario World. Just just the uh, the quality, the sound of it. No regrets whatsoever. It's fucking fantastic. And then I immediately passed out watching my wife play uh, Super Mario World. <laughs> and then I woke up hearing the dungeon theme to Legend of Zelda four hours later. <laughs> later. And here I am. Wow. Okay. So uh, 40 minutes in or whatever time we started... Uh, let's talk about video games, man. Uh, it's about time. We're, we're, I know it's about fucking time. In okay, so what, what what have you been playing, buddy? I have a new game. You have a new game. Ooh, I have ooh. a new game. Ooh, okay. Uh, can I guess? You can try and guess. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm looking at the show notes. Uh, I'm gonna turn my head. Uh, is it uh, Destiny Two Reforsaken? No. Okay. That, that's that's next yet. week. I'll say that's next week or Tuesday for audio listeners. Uh, is it uh, super popular? Well known, came out uh, a couple of days ago. Darksiders 3. Uh, no, in fact, not even super popular, not even super well known. Darksiders 3 got mediocre reviews, but I'm probably hit it up at some point. Yeah, right it's, getting, it's getting really hard shot on right now, and it's it stinks because uh, it's one I was of really things. excited. It was, I mean, it's one of those things where you know. THQ was in charge of that. They went down. The whole company, you know, went up in smoke. Then it got picked up and got turned into a company called THQ Nordic, 
who is, you know, obviously doing their best turn to pick up the pieces, but just the budget difference, I can only imagine for a, you know, indie style company versus a triple A going down in a burning fire must have been staggering. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they try to keep up with the pace, and uh, it sounds like they didn't. Uh, that's all the guesses I have. What have, what have you been playing, man? Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of disappointing Bethesda MMOs, <laughs> I'm about it. Elder Scrolls, no, actually, I'm pretty sure Elder Scrolls Online right now is uh, probably looking like a saint at this point. This is probably well, looking great as an MMO. <laughs> What's going well, on I mean, here? It, it started off, um, as far as I know, just being disappointing with um, how the game was, how much you could do, and what the game offered. Um, and then it got better over time, so very much like No Man's Sky. Oh, uh, I was going to say Destiny, but you, yes, you're right. Okay. Uh, no, I'm Destiny. going to pick an actual relevant. Let's not talk about Destiny. Okay, okay, okay. Conversations okay. over the last week about how Destiny's a shit franchise and screw Bungie and screw Activision and how could you let them bamboozle you? I'm, I'm done. Wait, are, are you saying that or are other people saying that? No, just conversations I'm having with people about how you can play this game when they've done all this. And I'm like, I recognize they've done all this, but I enjoy the game. Anyways, anyways. Hey, if um, it makes you feel better, as a person who played the byproduct after all the shit talking people have given them, the game that I played as it is, is fantastic. And... For those who might have gotten burnt along the way, uh, maybe I can understand their uh, their plight. But uh, as a product nowadays, for somebody who hasn't touched it to start shit talking it now, it's just completely unfounded at this point. I don't but, know. I mean, I can understand the fact that they might not want to come back to it. That's okay. But the fact that if the fact is that a lot of people I talked to about Destiny, they try to shit talk me for playing the game, and I, I mean, all, all I'm saying is like, shame you. All I'm saying is, like, if you don't want to play the game, if you, if you don't want to ever come back, and if these are the reasons you never want to come back, sure. I'm just trying to tell you that I'm excited for playing this game. Uh, and then they're like, no, you shouldn't be excited to play this game. You shouldn't be enjoying yourself. Like, <laughs> How dare you be happy with your What do you purchase? mean? It's, it's, it's like when you can enjoy a shitty movie, they're like, oh, but look at all the plot holes. I'm like, I don't care. I was entertained. I can I recognize the plot holes, but this movie was just fun start to finish. It's interesting because... I'm like this a lot. My best friend is like this a lot. We'll treat uh, big titles like this, uh, MMOs in particular, uh, as flavor of the month. We'll play it hard for a month. We'll get burnt out. We move on. We find something different. Now, for some reason, that hasn't happened to me yet for some weird reason with Pixelmon. I I think I might need to see medical help, but, you know, (laughs) that's besides the point. Uh, However, Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, so uh, back to to Elder Scrolls. Um, Black Friday came around. Yeah, um, it was uh, $20 for the base game plus their newest DLC. And I figured that was a fair enough price to try it out. Now, is um, the, when you say DLC, are we talking like expansion level DLC or are we talking like uh, just a small extra storyline DLC? What's going on here? I think full expansion level. Uh, like, okay, uh, that's pretty like big. Full, uh, uh, I think it's called Somerset. So I think Morrowind level kind of uh, expansion. Hey, good deal. Um, 20 bucks Canadian too, so I think that's like 16 US, 7, 15 US. That's something uh, like four. That's what like that. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I, I was always interested. It's a new game. What's the harm? Picked it up. Um, there's there's a lot. There's there's a lot to do. Um, 
So just talking purely about gameplay, um, a lot of it feels intuitive because of experience with Skyrim and uh, like by limited experience with other MMOs. Yeah. So a lot of it seems pretty like standard. It's uh, just like a limited version of like, let's say World of Warcraft, where you've got five abilities that you can have. You have these different weapon classes. Uh, when you level up, you can put your, um, you get uh, uh, attribute points that you can put into different things. Whereas, so, and here it's limited to uh, mana, health, and stamina. Uh, very okay. much like Skyrim. Um, I was going to so, say uh, Diablo-esque. Uh, that's like, there's only like five things you can dump all your points into. So Yeah, so it's, it's very linear in some ways. Uh, linear in the sense that it's, there's not a lot, so it's not overwhelming, and it's very intuitive if you have experience with these kinds of games. But um, there's a lot that the game doesn't tell you in Ooh. in terms of... Which, which is a good thing in terms of character building and class building, because it allows you to be very flexible, very dynamic, very... Um, like either you can be you can have no build or you can have a very specific build. Okay, so do people try to like force you into metas in order to be successful, or have you been I, able to? I don't know about PvP yet. I haven't reached that part. Um, but with PvE, really, it's just kind of like anything goes. Okay. Um, it it doesn't do a good job of telling you what status effects do, what certain like when you're, um when an enemy uses a crowd control spell on you or crowd control move like what exactly is going on how much health are you losing there's very little ui indicators to what you're being affected by currently mm-hmm. um there's very little support for just figuring out the world but i don't see that as a problem because yeah. witcher 3 does that witcher 3 just throws you into the game and it's like all right yeah just figure it out and yeah, good fucking luck jack i'll be like uh, 100 skyrim, hours skyrim was like that um, and I think a lot of MMOs starting out can be like that. Like the first few quests will be like, all right, this is how this works. This is how this works. And Skyrim does that. Uh, sorry, Elder Scrolls Online does that. But for the most part, it's very much like you have, you can craft things. How do I craft? You can craft, craft. things. How do I craft? You can craft things. Furry, <laughs> <Prairie> not recognized. <laughs> Standard so, response. You can craft. You, you, can, you can buy a house. All right. Where, where can I find these? Well, actually, no, that's not a fair example because you can find the houses on the, um, the world map. Um, but yeah, no, it's, um, I'm having fun with it. Uh, I can go like the, the quest line that I'm following right now is, uh, simple enough. It's, I don't know if it's scaled, so I don't know all the details about everything yet. Um, but it's simple enough where I can just sit back, uh, spam my first three abilities and my primary abilities, uh, kill some things, move on. I'm building, uh, I'm a, um, uh, I believe I'm a, a sorcerer. A storm calling sorcerer that's a specific so you make got, something up and or make something up nick i would believe you've got, you it's you've okay got the classes and they have uh subclasses very much like destiny but you're not limited to playing one of those subclasses so you can combine element uh abilities from the different subclasses and level them up separately it's uh it's an interesting system and um there is uh so it's a pay once it used to be a subscription monthly subscription now it's a pay once play as much as you can or as much as you have based nice. on how many uh, uh how many dlc content whatever you have packs you have obviously um, the preferred method but probably not the uh the most money making for them they have a subscription an optional Ooh. subscription and i looked into this before um i bought it um it gives you it gives you so many different perks like you get more storage space you get more bank space uh you get in-game currency for free every month um and i i looked because i intend to play this game casually and i looked at a lot of the um um you know went on reddit looked through the uh uh different posts 
And a lot of the casual players said they haven't felt the need to get the subscription ever. They haven't felt the need. They haven't felt like they were ever behind a paywall. Um, a lot of it is, most of it is cosmetic uh, more than anything else, which I think is good. Um, if it's just purely cosmetic stuff and not affecting actual gameplay or you're, it's not pay to win, I have no problem with right. microtransactions. Uh, just thinking about that. The way you're describing that, it started immediately. Like We weren't going to talk about the whole debacle with... Uh, the two hundred dollar special deal going on over on Bethesda's uh, other yeah, but that was that wasn't even a microtransaction. That was just straight up highway robbery. Oh, it's a two hundred dollar scam of a microtransaction. Uh, you're you're right though. It, it was a straight up sham. Uh, they tried to do a switcheroo and say, "Hey, this is okay," and everybody's like, "No, it's not." And so they're like, "La la 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 la." I, I guess uh, the the scenario you'd compare it to is more like Battlefront Two and yeah, that is true. and paywalking, paywalling um, Darth Vader. But here you here the difference is with Elder Scrolls Online, you're only paying for skins more or less. Skins you you might be paying for houses. You get a free house at some point, like nice. a little room. Uh, you're paying for mounts, so stuff like that. So I, I would or imagine very similar to. Actually, I would have no idea how WoW is with cosmetic stuff like that, so I'm not even going to make an assumption there. I mean, long story short, uh, pretty much if you ever pick up an item, like ever, you touch it, pick it up, and it's meant for your character, like you, you can equip it. At any given time, whether or not you destroy that or sell that off, you can transmog so you can look like that oh, item okay, for okay, the rest okay. of all time. Yeah. Plus, obviously, uh, mounts you can pretty much buy or get them through achievements or whatnot. Uh, for those who don't know, or lived under a rock. I, I was just making a small reference to the situation with uh, Bethesda and Fallout 76. Uh, there was a $200 deal that comes with uh, the base game. Uh, I believe $800 uh, in the end game premium currency. A uh, helmet that's too small, almost uh, Halo 3-like uh, to wear, but it looks cool. And then a, uh, a heavy-duty cloth uh, backpack. Canvas. Canvas uh, duffel back. A canvas uh, duffel back. That's what it was advertised to be. Like a, I mean, a bug out bag kind of thing. In in case, just when you thought that 76 couldn't get any more, like, uh, hatred. Yeah, and, I mean, we, and we talked about it last week. It, uh, obviously, uh, there's some things that aren't good. A lot of things with uh, Fallout 76 right now. And people were kind of incensed about it. But, of course, uh, the most incensed, besides, you know, the super neurotic ones, are the ones that paid the most money invested into this thing. Like... I paid two hundred dollars for this. Uh, sorry, I went back into Skeletor. Uh, so, as uh, Nick said, it was supposed to be a nice canvas bag, you know, a good heavy duty quality to it. it has a, a nice uh, rough feel to it, and they switched it out for uh, you know Walmart five dollar bag uh, duffel bag material, uh, like a, a little nylon bag, a cheap plastic, and uh, obviously the quality difference is uh, paramount for uh, somebody who wanted to legitimately use this bag to show off because, you know, catch it on the corner of a door or something like that, and all of a sudden it's ripped. But uh, people are upset because uh, they completely advertised as this, and uh, when everybody got the material, it turned out uh, they forgot to mention that they changed the quality of the backpack, which is probably not... I don't think that's really the biggest selling part of that thing. I'd like to think the game is probably the biggest thing, obviously, but uh, I feel like the helmet would get more focus, like... You know, if the helmet was changed or if it was supposed to be a, a nice uh, plexiglass and it was just turned into cheap plastic, people would be losing their fucking minds. But for some reason, uh, people are really up in arms about the quality of the bag, and they're using that as an excuse to say, hey, I, I've been wronged. 
which they have. They totally have. And uh, it's led to a bunch of different directions happening. Uh, it's 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 not about... Okay, sure, like the fact that they misled people, that's that's one thing. It's but the principle. Not even that. It's yeah, because when, that's an authority in school. I meant principle. I mean, I mean, sure, but when somebody reached out, it's like, listen, I paid for a canvas bag. I got a nylon bag. Um, what's going on? Um, Bethesda customer support followed up by saying, yeah, we know. And he's like, uh, th- I'm paraphrasing heavily here. He's like, are you going to do anything about this? And he's like, no. And then now, Bethesda decided to give, uh, to reimburse uh, players who paid for this uh, edition with five dollars, five real life dollars in-game currency. A, cu- a couple of... Potted plants for and a little chair for. Yes, if you wanted to buy a door and a, a potted plant, a succulents as they call it, you could uh, do that with uh, what they offered. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, apparently, uh, Bethesda, you know, addressed the whole uh, customer f- support saying, "Yes, we know, we're not doing anything about it." It was like uh, that guy was uh, a seasonal uh, temporary staff. He's not actually a part of uh, Bethesda. We didn't actually say that. Uh, they just didn't know what the fuck to say, so they improvised and got close enough. Uh, but we we totally respect your decision to not be happy about it. We're not sorry. We're we're, we're just sorry that you're unhappy. Uh, here's five bucks. Good luck. Uh, oh, sorry, you can't spend it anywhere else. Got to spend it in the game. Hope you like this nice leafy green over here. Look right in your house. Also, uh, funny enough, you, it gives you 800 Atom, which is the in-game currency, just enough to buy the uh, the canvas bag that you're supposed to get <laughs> in-game. No, you, no, you buy the... It gives you enough to buy a, a mailman skin, which has a canvas bag. Ah, okay. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for the most part. But yeah, Bethesda has made it very clear that... Uh, as of right now, they are not uh, pushed enough by the customer base to actually legitimately feel like they might have fucked up. And uh, from what I can tell, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon either. Uh, to, to, to add more fuel to the fire. Yeah, and go ahead. I, 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 Let's banish them to the Shadow Realm. Let's do. Let's see what we can do here. Bethesda actually made Fallout 76 canvas bags, but they gave them out to influencers. Now, these are not the same bags that were advertised, but... It's it's just purely to point out the inconsistency in what Bethesda's saying Bethesda's and what's logic. real. Yeah, um, it just stinks because uh, for us, you know, two hundred dollars. The game is sixty dollars. Uh, the helmet was obviously nice. Uh, the digital money is free. So a hundred and forty dollars had to be split between the helmet and the backpack at this point. And it's like okay, the helmet I can see it's a good you know maybe it costs three uh, D printed at most. 60 to 80 dollars which means uh in this case i would argue let's say 80 dollars that means that's 60 dollars that needed to go into the cost of this bag now i don't know about you i don't i've it's been a while since i paid money for uh, a 60 dollar backpack but if i paid 60 dollars for a backpack i'm getting a swiss super heavy duty i could like go through oh, yeah. a, a bear attack from the movie the revenant and that thing is going to come out fine oh yeah and then we got this <laughs> Anyways, Tyler, what have you been playing? Yeah, fantastic. Uh, so I, I'm kind of concerned because you didn't mention anything of uh, Let's Go Eevee. Uh, everything okay over there, buddy? Uh, uh, yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't had time. Um, and so when I picked up Elder Scrolls, really, between uh, classes, I, I just decided to play this. Uh, a part of it was uh, because of our thing to try and play new games for the show. Uh, right. But also because I just, I it's a new game. What do you do with the new game? 
and let's go pikachu eevee aren't technically new games but i've played yellow and i played fire red and leaf green so it's not like i have any like i don't i i know what's gonna happen i don't need to rush through this do you though do you really know what's gonna happen pretty much yeah uh just for reference then how far are you right now uh, wherever I was last time I spoke about it, so I don't really know. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm, I still have, oh, I'm in, uh, Silph Co. I'm still in Silph Co. yeah. Me too! That's yeah. where I got to, and then I started dreading it. Because, uh, as, for those who remember good old Silph Co. from the, uh, red, blue, yellow days, there's, you could easily just do, like, three different trainers and get to Giovanni and Gary and all that stuff. But uh, at the same time, uh, I want to train as much as I can because that's less Pokeballs I want to spend catching Pokemon and then just grinding up experience. The problem is, though, there's dozens upon dozens of uh, people you can battle in there. It's yep. over-the-top crazy. But, uh, yeah, I gotten that far as well. A uh, couple of things I noticed. Uh, I love dressing Pikachu up. It's fun. I got an Alolan Raichu, which nice. is you know, by far one of my favorite Pokemon. And so not only did I put Pikachu onto the bench, Rip, I also got to figure out uh, if I'm going to replace Alkazam with uh, Gengar, which I think I will because uh, my psychic I mean, if typing... If you have Alolan Raichu, then you might as well replace Alkazam with Gengar. Right. Alolan Raichu covers my psychic bases, so there's really no sense. I mean, Alkazam, I believe by far, is actually a little bit faster. It's weird because Alexam has a incredible base speed. You, you wouldn't think of that, but uh, it helped me out actually with the battle. I don't know if it's the faster than a Lowland Raichu, but in my head, a Lowland Raichu always ran it with uh, electric terrain uh, after breeding it from, I believe, Magnet Ton or something like that, which uh, doubles the speed. So I dropped that down with the Focus Sash, and then I'm so fast, uh, no one can stop me. Oh, it's so good though. Uh, anyways, though been playing a lot of uh let's go pikachu uh things are going strong with that i keep thinking about playing persona 5 i need to really get back into that but that's another time sink that i'm just gonna sell my soul off to once i get back into that uh beyond that oh uh i've been playing a little bit of pixelmon pixel spark whatever you want to call it uh i've been doing something a little bit different oh yeah uh, I, I, I won't i won't bore you with uh the whole pokemon part pokemon is pokemon you, you know i, yeah. I get more pokemon yeah. Uh, I have uh, discovered a mod for Minecraft called uh, Schematica. Now, uh, for those who aren't uh, well aware of the Minecraft modding universe, it's really expensive. Mm -hmm. But uh, in this case, Schematica is a mod that I can use in this server where you are able to do, I would like to say, two main things. The first one is uh, I can use this program in-game to uh, copy, let's say, my giant death cube gym copy it and then save that as a file where i can use it on different servers you okay there nick yeah no i heard my neighbors like duking I, it out i fucking don't know dude i hate them anyways carry oh, on oh, okay and so uh in this case i i was able to save my gym in case uh the server ever gets reset it's saved as a file somewhere i can i can put it up wherever i want uh, any minecraft oh, it's a file right. or a server uh the second thing and this is probably the cooler thing for me uh, other people who have built much better things I ever have have uh, saved them as schematical files. So I'm now able to load in blueprints, essentially, for these giant-ass houses. Okay. So okay. If, if, if somebody wants my Death Cube gym, why would they? Uh, they can have it. I, I can give it to them. If somebody made a cool giant uh, Japanese-style uh, shrine house or whatnot, I can get that now. I got 
it'll show a blueprint to like where to put the block you know here put the uh this kind of block here show me what kind of materials i need for that in game and the most important thing i've discovered so far and this is where it gets kind of cheating uh, like you know as if uh, the blueprint wasn't pushing it uh there is an, uh, an ability called printer where you essentially you push a button and if you have it's the item in your inventory it starts spamming you uh, like if you look at the character when it's in printer mode it goes <laughs> just uh <laughs> swinging my arms everywhere and you just see blocks just magically appearing around you like you got to move around still because you got there's a placement distance but uh just going around and all of a sudden building this giant ass house if you have the materials you can do it in the course of like 10 minutes and so it's just like creepily weird but it's so nice and so i gave it a test i built a viking mansion which looks cool everybody was impressed i told them straight out don't be it's schematica and it's interesting because the builders in the server it's either they love and die by uh, or live and die by uh, schematica because it's great for like hey i, I want to put this tree everywhere so it's nice just to be able to do that and just start spamming trees everywhere uh nice and easy and then the other ones are like <laughs> If you use Schematica, you're not an artist. You're just right, some right. scam person walking around. And it's like, okay, I respect that. Uh, what I like to do, and this is my favorite thing to do in any given situation that involves creativity, I like to take somebody else's idea. You know, it's terrible. Uh, put it down and then make that the halfway point so I can add my own flavor to it. It's my favorite thing. It, it doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it worse, but I do like uh, having a nice idea of ground layout work because there are people out there when it comes to architecture that know how to do the foundation of a castle a lot better than I ever would. And I could, you know, build this castle from scratch and all that stuff. But why not just have the foundation built down, have some walls up, and then I can start building my own setup here with, uh, you know, that in mind. And so I did that and I'm doing that right now. I'm halfway through a goddamn castle right now. No nice. one knows about it yet. Uh, so that's been my end uh i also mentioned league of legends lol because uh i'm pretty sure i drank some point last night a bottle of wine uh, i see what you did there you said league of legends and lol, LOL. As a ah, thing, as if you're ah, laughing but no that's actually for league of legends you're so funny tyler i'm so witty i'm like league of legends I uh, played a lot of ARAMs. A lot of people keep asking me if I want to play more League of Legends. Uh, like, all right. I, I, what the fuck is an ARAM? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, back in the day, oh, I'll just say it right now. All random, all middle. Okay. Okay. It's, you know, it's pretty okay. much what you, what you imagine. There's three uh, lanes, but there was a custom game mode where you randomly selected a champion and you just play in the middle lane of this three lane map. It was, you know, super popular, but it was a custom mod. So, it, you know, you had trouble making sure everybody was being faithful to the random. And so they just simply made a mode where it forces it on you. And it's nice. So the nice thing about playing all random, all mid or an ARAM, uh, you have no responsibility if you lose. It's like, oh, I've never touched this character a day in my life. It's not my fault. That, that it's I can... probably also shorter. Yeah, much shorter because yeah. everybody's in the middle. It's team fight every given second. And uh, it's fun. I like it cool. because uh, me by myself roaming the jungle to kill creeps and on all that for 20 minutes and then being expected to do something decent. It's like, no, thank you. But uh, yeah, that's been my video games for this week. Uh, whew, let's move on. So let's talk game of the year is should, you know, this, this is the third of December. This, I mean, I'm, I like to keep my uh, podcast timeless, but it is that time of the year, man. It is it, that time of the year. It's, uh so uh what's 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 game of the year nick 
That's that's a hard question because yeah, I and you probably one you shouldn't answer just right now because that would ruin all the preparation I wanted to. Um, but uh, I do want to talk about this. Uh, I w- I actually kind of wanted to do it, you know, over the recording. The you know a couple ideas we can pitch each other and whatnot because this is our first time doing this. This is Casual Master Quest's uh, first game first of the year considerations. Game of the Year awards. Our, yeah, our we gotta come up with a name for that, don't we? Um. Hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll think of something. I know, right? Uh, uh, like our version of the Grammys, just so, so <laughs> like a golden roll of toilet paper on a stick or something like that. I don't know. Uh, so we got that going on. I want to, you know, talk about games with like best music, best story, best uh, you know performance, and all that stuff. Uh, I really think that's something we should start doing over the next you know couple of weeks, uh, particularly probably the week of Christmas or before Christmas. That way right. we can just you know. Have it out there. People can listen to it. Because a lot of people are like, oh, everybody's going to talk about Game of the Years. Well, we're going to do it different, as we usually do. Uh, you know, you're going to hear all the other podcasts go, you know, we're going to list these, uh, you know, sort by sort. And then uh, for some reason, begrudgingly give Fortnite the fucking award. Uh, oh, yeah. So obviously we're not going to do that. We got our own spins. We have our own game taste and all that stuff. So that's something to look forward to, guys. However, uh, this uh, week in particular, I did want to choose a couple of choices for, you know, maybe not game of the year, but game related of the year awards. I I really think uh, we have some considerations we should put here. Now, I got three questions listed up. Do you have any ideas uh, how you're going to answer them, Nick? Yeah, no. Yes and no. Okay. Okay. Which one one, uh, do you want to do first? Um... Uh, let's let's start let's just go go in order uh most disappointing video game company event this year now this is fantastic to start off you know the good mood everybody's happy holiday and stuff i'm like so what's the most disappointing video game company event of the year because i gotta bring people down the level you gotta think level-headed here yeah a lot of good things happened this year a lot of shit things have happened this year uh What do, you, what do you think is uh, the top cake though? There's a lot of events that happened this year. Uh, I don't. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't remember a lot of the events. I mean, I guess uh, the first thing that comes to mind more recently was Telltale. Uh, the fact that the company got completely shut down and everybody got laid off and all that. Okay. So, so based on the question alone, that wasn't an event, uh, or like what? Do we, okay. Or, or how, do we defi- how do we define event? Because when I read event in this context, I'm thinking of like a presentation, so like E3. Ooh. That's what. That's how I understood the question. Let's let's keep it general, but include that as an option. Like for example, Bethesda, or sorry, not Bethesda, Blizzard announcing that they're going to have Diablo come out on the mobile, and everybody was excited for Diablo Four. That was another big one, right. wasn't it? Right. Yeah. So okay. So now understanding that's not what I thought it was. Telltale. I, I guess I would rack up Telltale, but Telltale was not disappointing. Telltale was um, sad at the way they were treating their employees. Yes. I mean, this also brings up the whole talk about uh, Rockstar being like heavily mistreated or given the most recognizing uh, you know, things that happened. Uh, another thing would be the whole situation with uh, Riot Games, the company that's in charge of League of Legends. We heard a huge article about the mistreatment of uh, females over in the company and the misrepresentation about bro culture and all that shit. Right, right. Uh, so there's a lot of things that uh, are on the table right now. And, you know, the more you further back, you think, uh, you know, it's like, oh, that was fucked up, too. Oh, God. Um, I would I would also put 
um, anything anything in relation to Death Stranding on that. On that Why list. is that? Why is that? Go ahead, throw it on the Beca- table. Because what the fuck is the game about? Uh, like, who? What's going on with that game? The that's a good question. I, I, I as you said, I, th- I think we've had two different presentations for Death Stranding. Yeah, uh, this was one at E3, and I think one little, uh, uh, maybe two or three months ago. I can't remember the exact conference or what the I- event was, but we know nothing about the game, Tyler. Uh, all, we, all we know is that we have Norman Reedus walking around with with the baby <laughs> that can do things, that, that, and a guy who can summon a shadow creature from his face. Like I don't understand. <laughs> That's that, that's good, man. Uh, another one. <laughs> I I didn't care about the game. I'm sorry, I don't like. I, I lost <laughs> interest after Metal Gear Solid Four. That's my argument. Sorry, Kojima. Uh, earlier this year, and this isn't really a disappointment. I love it, but I don't love the fact that uh they pushed content for it, but really didn't get the full grasp. Uh, Rare's uh, Sea of Thieves came out uh, earlier this year. What uh, did did Sea of Thieves come out this year? I believe so now you're gonna make me check because but I'm man sure. this year's gone by really quick then i know right let's see it came out on march 20th 2018 um and i know they've put out three um expansions since uh i'm pretty sure they, they put out a few yes like no th- there was one like a week ago two weeks ago i can't remember what it's called sure. um i don't know i wouldn't cal- classify that as disappointing because they told us what we were gonna get and people right. still overhyped it that that is true okay fair enough uh, what about uh, uh, how about uh, Detective Pikachu not having uh, Danny DeVito instead of Ryan Reynolds? I don't understand that. Uh, I don't have any um, ties to that. Uh, the the understanding need? why people wanted that for some reason. Yeah, I've no I've no understanding of it, and I have no ties to it, so I don't care for it. I'm pretty sure if I could horribly explain the origin of that, uh, I'm sure you know that there was a uh, Detective Pikachu game for the 3DS. Yes. I believe uh, people, when the concept of this first came out, they were trying to figure out who would be the best voice actor for it in the, you know, the forums and whatnot. And it started with, you know what? Danny DeVito being a short, gruffy-looking Pikachu would be hilarious. Now, now I get it. Okay. The, the 3DS, uh, I'm not sure if there's even voice acting in that, if at all. But people are joking about Danny DeVito and Pikachu. After Danny DeVito had his little... Uh, crisis being an Eminem for the Super Bowl commercials and all that stuff. Uh, they just thought he would be the perfect fit. And uh, so when the movie started, and you know, it's like, oh, this could actually be a thing. And people are like, give us Danny DeVito. We dreamed about this. This would be hilarious. And they're like, here's a character played by an actor that you've heard in the past five years in like 20 different movies. And they're like, ooh, he just Nolan North did. Ooh, that's not good. We want to Danny DeVito, and you know, yeah, people start putting their hands together. Like, ooh, mm, well, that, that I, I don't know uh, if we can work with. See, those. I'm not, I'm not upset because Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. So Ryan Reynolds is uh, also a very good and talented actor, and uh, in some cases, voice actors. I, I really think uh, he did a great job. And well, obviously, everybody knows him for Deadpool and all that stuff. But you know, I much love to him. It just feels like uh, I've heard him so much that it would be nice to have something different. We haven't heard Danny DeVito in quite a while, and now he's getting up there in the age. But, you know, uh, I think uh, he, he's almost done or should be done with always. it's always sunny in Philadelphia. So I really, really feel like uh, there could have been something something to have there. But uh, Metal Gear Survive also came out this year. Metal Gear Survive. I, uh... 
I've still known. still a better game than Fallout 76. Probably is. It's essentially a. Uh, I'm not even sure if it's multiplayer, like or potentially multiplayer, but it's essentially you're 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 put in an area that's infected with a virus that you got to keep clear of, and then then you're building a base like Fallout 76, and it's like 50% good, whereas Fallout 76 is like 20% good. So you know it's better. It's not great, but it's it, it's up there. Uh, so far though, everything like uh, when you think of a you know the first thing that comes to mind. I feel like Telltale Games is going to be the the biggest you know disappointment with companies so far. Uh, Honestly, you can also throw up Destiny Two there. Destiny, I mean, can you though? Because they redeemed themselves so much. Yeah, not enough for the kind of shit that they uh, put out before Forsaken. Um, I'm still proceeding with a cautious, uh, with a weary eye, um, despite the amount of time <laughs> already put into Destiny Two. I'm still proceeding with a weary eye. Um, having said that, I'm probably going to be snapping up the uh, DLC just the day before it launches. Now, uh, I guess this one I feel like is divisive because I w- will defend this to the very end. Uh, David Cage. What will David Cage, uh, Detroit, become human? A lot of um, people were thinking that was going to be the next big thing. And, you know, finally, <laughs> David Cage's big break here. And, uh, you know, people felt like uh, it was very lackluster and corny. That might be true, but I think it was a good game. And uh, honestly, I think it was a lot more popular than like I, I haven't heard or played a lot. I've okay, I've I've heard about major games or game series or franchises. I right. just haven't played a lot of them. Okay. But I've never heard about Dave, any of like the the David Cage games until uh, people started making a deal about uh, Detroit Become Human. Okay, fair enough. So in terms of bringing him to the spotlight or bringing like his kind of games to the spotlight i think it did well there and it was um and we've talked about this extensively like it it was an okay game i think maybe it would it's a little it was a little overhyped uh by the marketing uh uh i guess uh let me do black and white thinking here just for a hot second i'll, I'll okay. get back into color uh was there any major redemption in the event that involved uh telltale game laying off the, the entire staff uh, the fact that the staff would be able to sue them for uh, malpractice. Okay, so that's that's the silver lining here. Is there any redemption of uh, Detroit becoming human, uh, become human, being a decent game? Is, is there a possibility there? Pretty much, I'm trying to say it feels like Telltale Games is just all around god awful, but there's some good in Detroit Become Human. So I don't even think we can put it on the same level at this point, even if I'm the one no, that brought I, it up to the table. I, I thought it was an okay game. Like I enjoyed watching all the different playthroughs of it, the the how how different each playthrough could possibly be. Uh like potentially like the potential the game has for me in terms of just crafting a unique story per person, depending on that person playing, was interesting. Yeah. So I like I without even playing it and just watching a lot of it, I'd give it like a solid six point five, seven out of ten. Yeah, I'm and that's better than what you probably would rate uh, Telltale right now. Uh, also, I want to point out, it was funny because uh, we, you were talking about uh, Kojima without the powers of Konami at his side with Death Stranding. And then I immediately started talking about Konami with uh, Metal Gear Survive without having Ko- uh, Kojima by their side. It's just weird that they have two parallel games like in the works right now. One's out, not that great. The other one is maybe coming out and we still have no idea what it is no no idea what it, we don't even know if it's a game let's be honest do we it even might know be if a it's movie a at game? this point <laughs> it might, might be an interactive movie at this point or maybe this is virtual reality this is going to come into a single-use headset <laughs> oh that'd be great that, that, i mean i wouldn't buy it but it'd be hilarious I, people would though you know they would be 
that would be uh influencer influencer game of the year because that's all yeah. we could afford it uh all right uh I don't think we really got to put multiple contenders on here. Uh, I'm pretty solid with saying that uh, Telltale was probably the most disappointing video game event this year yeah. for now. Uh, you, you don't want to challenge it with anything because I'm okay with being open-minded on this. No, like I said, like... Uh, There's I a lot of fucked up shit that happened. Yeah, I wouldn't use the word disappointing, but I agree. Like, to see a company come out and treat people like that, doesn't matter whether it's a video game company, like, it it shouldn't happen. Uh, but, one last thing, again, not loss of jobs, but I yeah. do want to give a waggle of the finger. Uh, Square Enix. Square Enix has been doing a lot of uh, questionable things, uh, I believe, this year specifically. Uh, for example, they got rid of, uh, this might be early last year, but they got rid of the company that was in charge of the Hitman series. Right. And uh, also gave away Hitman to them. Cause like, yeah, keep it. We don't want it. Then Hit- Hitman came out like a month ago, and apparently and it's been doing. Yep. Yeah, it's doing. Uh, critically well uh commercially it's uh struggling but that's the what happens if you don't have the ability to advertise every single thing but you know I, it's a good the only, the only redeeming factor that square enix has and that comes out in a month <laughs> but that's 2019 2019 but, but do you think people care no one no one fucking cares <laughs> it's been 13 years Kingdom Hearts, man. I got Kingdom Hearts on the fucking brain. <laughs> what was um, three podcasts or three games to listen to? Of still, most surprising announcement for the year. Ooh, most surprising announcement of the year. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is a game. <laughs> for no. me, it was the f- fact that we're not getting any more battle royales, or at least nothing. Are you, are you sure though? Because uh, all it takes is one person to, you know. To say, oh, we're gonna do a battle royale now. <laughs> no, no, we knew we knew that we knew pretty early on in the year that COD was doing a battle royale. Um, Battlefield Five, they always did their own style of battle royale. Like Battlefield One had a massive like hundred v hundred like map. Um, so they did their own thing. Uh, we had Fortnite, and then nobody, no big AAA company really came out with a battle royale. Hmm. That was my. Uh, it doesn't fit the category. That was my lack. Like a, this was it was a surprisingly good like lack of announcements in terms of like major battle royales. For me, I'm probably going to say the the biggest best uh, announcement uh, was, I mean, it was expected, but at the same time, I was still amazed and impressed. Was probably uh, the Last of Us Part Two. That um, uh, people ate that yeah. shit up like crazy. I, I know that seems kind of weird, but uh, Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite, uh, nothing in my territory, but that would definitely be something for you, right? Um, I okay, so and I'm I'm assuming this is the same with a lot of franchises. Uh, of when a game is done and then E3 rolls around next year, like, oh, what are they going to do with this? Uh, like, are they going to announce a new game? And so we've been waiting every year uh, for their next Halo announcement, and we finally got it. Yeah. So it's 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 a, a situation where we're simultaneously not surprised and surprised at the same time. We're like, I wouldn't be surprised if they announced it, and when they actually do, I'm like, I can't believe they actually announced it. it it's funny because uh, I've been so out of the, of the loop for Halo in particular, just because I stopped playing after three. Right. That uh, I I was at Walmart with, mind you, no sleep for like 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. And in the video game section, I look at the TV. I'm like, oh. I'm seeing this giant uh, Master Chief robot running around I'm like, oh, this must be the new Halo Infinite. I'm just in there, you know, slack jaw and wondering, looking at it. 
and then at the end of it, it's like uh it's, it's that fucking robot movie uh what's it called transformers no 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 uh pacific rim pacific rim uprising yeah. uh, has, a ma- has a master chief uh gundam <laughs> and i some reason thought uh, that was halo infinite i was so dumbfounded and then i was like oh okay i, I don't understand what's going on anymore uh, maybe all the announcements that happened for uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, that was a pretty big thing over on uh, Nintendo's end. But was that most surprising? Oh, no. I, I mean... Uh, maybe the first problem. announcement. The, the later announcement would probably fall into the next question. Hmm. I mean, just to wrap it up, for me, personally, Last of Us Part Two probably wasn't the most surprising. Uh, maybe, for me, it would have been... Uh, would have been... It would probably be Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, yeah. I, I have Kingdom Hearts 2 graphics in my head. And so seeing all the shit that we're going to be able to do in Kingdom Hearts 3 shouldn't be surprising, but it is because... Because it's Kingdom Hearts 2 and now it's Kingdom Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3 is still a concept in my head. Kind of yeah. like uh, how up two weeks before Breath of the Wild came out, I kept hearing about it, but I haven't been able to see or watch anything and I refused right. to. It was just a concept in my head. Right. But now... The concept has been shown. I, I know what to expect right now, and just all this information come flooding in. It, it just it shocked me. But you, you're right. We should probably move on. What, what is the the best hype moment of this year? Um, uh, this is the uh, this is gonna be like the most. Uh, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite, but really, Elder Scrolls Six. Fair enough. It pretty like what Blizzard should have done with uh, Diablo, and they should have just really just shown like a six second, like D four, and then show Diablo, and then that's it. I think would have saved them all that trouble, but really, Elder Scrolls Six was like just the fact that they're working on it. That and also Cyberpunk. Like anything from, cyberpunk. Uh, from uh, the cyberpunk uh, world that they put out uh, they've always they did a great job with the marketing and then cd project red is a fantastic company wait cyberpunk is being made by project red the, yeah, uh, uh, the witcher yeah wow okay i, yeah, I didn't so, know that oh but yeah, yeah they're doing cyberpunk so and that's why i'm certain i'm definitely gonna buy it because i'm almost guaranteed that they're gonna do a good job with it I'm, I'm just trying to think of any other game besides uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, which is you know, obviously coming out in a month and a half. What I have, well, you know, what I have the, which I have the most hype for. Like, I, I'm trying to think of all the games, but that's the big one for me right now. Uh, the next big thing I could possibly think of is uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, but uh, even that, it's like eh, that yeah. pales in comparison to your excitement for Kingdom Hearts Three. Uh, by far, uh, it's, Kingdom Hearts is a passion of mine that i kind of kept locked away because it locked itself away for you know many years since high school that is just like slowly flooding out and i'm really appreciative of it uh also probably the best uh amazing announcement i heard so far is uh this week uh nintendo canceled the nintendo creator program for youtube so oh yeah that's fantastic i saw an announcement about that that's really cool actually so you don't have to do any more jumping hoops right now they just ask hey actually don't do silent let's plays you got to talk over it give you know creative input that way you can use fair use and we won't waggle our lawyers at you to death so they got that going on so good for them uh yeah kingdom hearts 3 super hype that, that that's that's my mega hype right now uh on the sh- oh man kingdom hearts 3 man it's gonna be yeah, that's it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun. Um, I would also uh, Destiny Two would make two spots on this list in terms of these questions. Yeah, because 
in terms of PVE purely, the content that they they're putting out that's coming out with Black Armory on the 4th of December and then the other expansions, I can't remember what they're called, um is 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 great. Uh the PVE team is doing a great job. Uh when Destiny was lacking, the one thing that I always try to tell people or try to make sure that people were aware of was that the sound and the art team did their best and they did a fantastic job in building these beautiful worlds. Yes, they it's did. Every, it's just everybody else that sort of like really shit the bed. Um, it just it stinks because uh a lot of people are so used to the norm of, you know, quality in certain games, especially in uh big names like uh Bungie here that they they don't recognize that they did so fucking good on, you know, models and 3D modeling and all that, layout, dungeon design, world design. It's just so over the top that people are like Wow, I was impressed with this on the day one, but I totally take it for granted every single time. Yep. And it, it, it stinks. Uh, but yeah, but my love for Bungie is infinite. <laughs> Actually, thinking about it, uh, 343 picked up pretty much after Halo 3. So uh, my love is, you know, with Bungie ever since Halo 1 has uh, pretty been, you know, pretty far out there. And yep. I haven't played a, uh, any of the Bungie games that was before Halo. There's a couple out there, at least one I know. Uh, Oni, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you played Oni before? No, but I'm aware of Oni. The ultimate anime shooter. The truest. But uh, we probably should uh, move over to the uh, topic of the show. Tyler. Yes. Should you get the PlayStation Classic? <laughs> oh, wow. Are we going to sum this up in one uh, one word? <laughs> well, I, I picked uh, the, the truest classic today, which is the <laughs> Super Nintendo Entertainment System uh, Classic Edition. Uh, that was not disappointing in any way. For $80 to give me, I think, 26? Somewhere up there. 26 of games that I will love and die by, except for Earthbound, because it fucking sucks ass. But uh, beyond that, this is my childhood right there. Problem is, though, my childhood also consists of the PlayStation 1, which is exactly what we're talking about here. PlayStation 1, I have a bunch of games I have love and memories for. Uh, For example, like I told you before, my first 3D game I ever played was uh, Spyro, Spyro the Dragon. Uh, Spyro the Reignited Trilogy is a great game for the PlayStation 4. What it's not on in the, its original form is the PlayStation Classic. Yep. Now, uh, the problem with uh, the PlayStation Classic, there's good features, I'm, I'm sure, is uh, here. Uh, there is 20 games on here, so it's $100 over here. So that's 5 bucks a pot. That is PSN download level territory right there. Yep. So in order to buy this small PlayStation, presumably about the similar size as the Super Nintendo, I'm going to have to uh, eat a couple of games that I'm going to be forced to pay five bucks, you know, per game. Now, out of the 20 games, I'm going to start listing them off real quick. Uh, Battle Arena Toshinden. I have no idea. (laughs) Uh, Cool Borders 2. Good snowboarding game. Uh, The only snowboarding game I need is on Final Fantasy 7 for 30 seconds, which is (laughs) uh, Destruction Derby. Great game. Loved it on the Nintendo 64. Uh, probably good <laughs> on PlayStation, though. Uh, but it's still a good game. I would say that that's the first one I like. Final Fantasy VII. Yes. But I also just bought it on the PlayStation 4 because it had a great theme with it. A little pricier, but it was like 10 bucks plus came with the theme. Plus, I could play it on the fucking PlayStation 4. Uh, so, eh. Grand Theft Auto 1, the top-down Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, sure. No, no, no. no. I, I, don't, I played that before. I won't be touching it again. Intelligent Cube, uh, Jumping Flash, uh, Melgar Solid, good game, good game. That that is a game that would be uh, number three of uh, the 
eight or nine games I've listed so far. Mr. Driller. Huh? Oddworld Abe's Odyssey. Now, that's another good one I haven't touched yet, but it'd be worthwhile playing. Ridge Racer. If I'm going to play a racing game, I'm going to want to play the cur- most current day, wouldn't I? Uh, yep. I mean, unless it's nostalgia, and if there's no nostalgia, then I don't want to play. Or Road Rash. You, you do anything to play Road Rash. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I just said that I would love to play Destruction Derby again, but that's because yeah. they put like 10 cars in an arena where you try to smash the shit out of each other. It's not Rayman. a racing game. It's a combat racing game. True, very true. Rayman's a good one. Definitely a good one. Resident Evil, the first one, director's cut. There are better ways to play this game, but this is good for the list. It adds value to it. Rel- Revelations, Persona. Uh, I was very, war- I was warned very specifically if I played a Persona game like after three, and I really liked that. I, th- this game is vastly different, and uh, you'll barely notice any correlation beyond uh, you know a couple of things. I mean, obviously it's Persona, but this isn't. This is Persona when it was trying to take its own form. It wasn't like a full fledged Persona game. I mean, it was, but, you know, it's kind of like base level Frieza, who's floating in, like, the little space car still. Frieza isn't even standing in this form. I want I want standing Frieza. I want standing Persona. Uh, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Turbo. Great choice right there. That is a fantastic one. I got the HD version on the PlayStation 3, I believe. Uh, I would still play it. Uh, Siphon Filter. Yeah. Tekken 3. Yeah. Tom Clancy Rainbow Six. <laughs> Twisted Metal. Uh, Twisted Metal Two is much better by far. Why they yeah, didn't Twisted Metal Two is fun. Why they picked the first one is beyond me. And Wild Arms, I don't even remember what it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> at this point, so I would say about eight of those games. I don't. I'm not going to count it again because I don't want to remember the half these games uh, are something worthwhile. So that's forty dollars right me, and I'm about to pay a hundred dollars to be able to play them on subpar system. What's up? Uh, the PlayStation One was my first console. I've played cool. one of these games. So <laughs> you also understand where uh, the Super Nintendo was purely nostalgia based. This one just feels kind of like, uh, did the PlayStation have so many fucking games that uh, we just like everybody had their own uh, cliche or niche of games that they enjoyed and they're going to get I'm, one of them. I'm in the sure space. they could have included at least one Crash Bandicoot game, at least one Spyro game. You, you know, um, it. There, there, there's one. It's one thing to argue about nostalgia sells, but you at least have to hit the right notes with the nostalgia. So what are the, I'd like to see the decision making behind why they picked these games. Were these games just more popular? They sell more, so like, all right, let's pick the top twenty PlayStation One games and slap them on there. I'm, I'm sure there's a couple of choices. The first one is uh, licensing. I'm sure uh, the reason why they got uh, like they didn't put Tony Hawk. Pro Skater 2 for the PlayStation on there. Uh, it's probably because Tony Hawk and the company probably wanted a little extra money. Uh, Crash Bandicoot and Spyro both got, you know, completely remade for the PlayStation 4 recently. So to try to have, you know, put that on as a game in the, its base form, it might feel like uh, it's sliding the people who, you know, if they're such a big fans, they probably would have bought this already. And so. I would have enjoyed the idea of having Crash Bandicoot or, more importantly, uh, Crash Team Racing on this. Crash Team Racing on this list would have pushed me towards actually getting this. I, I would have bought it for Crash Team Racing. I, I, I know it's lame, but I have the fucking PlayStation disc behind me that I, I would pop into the PS3 anytime and just start playing with anybody. I don't care how terrible the graphics are. Nostalgia is a beautiful thing. I will sh- happily shoot missiles and roll bombs at people. Or even Crash Bash. 
Crash Bash. Uh, now, is is that a PS2 um, game? I no, it was a PS1, and it was more like arena style with like each map had different like rules. So I, I would guess super, like Super Mario Party, but in the Crash Bandicoot universe. Okay. Yeah. So let's back up a little bit further here. Uh, you got one game that you have a super fondness for. I have, you know, maybe between six and eight that I would at Not least have a super fondness for. I said I played one of these games. Oh, you just played it. Okay. What, what, what game is that, by the way? Tekken 3. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so there was a couple issues with uh, some of these games that people had some problems with. Uh, for example, not all of these you know the north american version of this console it's going to have uh not all of them are going to be ntsc format a lot yep. of them are going to be pal format now for those who don't know the uh the main difference between that is uh the pal format for the lesser quality tvs uh, that's me taking a jab over at europe uh they would do 50 frames per second instead of 60 and that kind of flickering is noticeable if you play those games and you're used to the you know 60 frames that you get in a north american version do you know do you know what other what other company uh sorry what other country gets a pal format what other country gets a pal format um india and india. also the middle east and also japan really yeah japan is pal oh yeah that makes sense yeah that makes sense yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's just uh, the TVs typically used over there have a lower refresh rate, so I don't think it was noticeable anyways. But it might be tied the, to the input voltage, too. That is also very possible. Uh, the point is, and uh, you know, not, not to take a shot at you guys, uh, when it comes to the North American releases, usually it has a higher refresh rate, a higher frames per mm -hmm. second, depending on the game, of course. But uh, for some reason, a lot of these games, uh, maybe it's because it used too much power for this chip system. Like, uh, I last I heard, it was like a 1.5 gigahertz uh, motherboard, a RAM computer chipset. Uh, like, it, it has the power of a very strong, like, maybe Galaxy 6 or Galaxy 7 right. smartphone. So, it like, I can play that just fine. Like, uh, a Raspberry Pi has a little bit less power than that. I think it's 1.2 gigahertz. is able to play PlayStation games just fine. So why they decided to use uh, downgraded versions of different pals is uh or the pal version is beyond me uh giant bombs uh jeff gerson also also was talking about a couple of these games uh that were just saying it's completely garbage like they picked broken versions that didn't get the right patches for the games when they came out for later uh consoles and it's like why would you pick lesser versions of the same game why i have no idea I have no idea. Maybe it was cheaper for them to get it like that, but even that doesn't make sense. Um, I don't know. This doesn't seem worth it, Tyler. It, uh, Unless, like, there's always, there's always going to be the people. There's going to be the collectionists who are going to pick this up. Absolutely. And there's always going to be the one person who's played more than ten of these games, and the, so they're like, "This is a big part of my childhood. I want this." And I don't want to hate on anybody, but if like looking at his taking a step back and looking at it as a product and what it's meant to portray or what they were trying to do with it. It's a remaster, uh, not a remaster, but a, um, a modern spin-off on a classic console with a set amount of games uh, using nostalgia to sell the product. And it doesn't do a good job there. For the same people who probably purchase Amiibos, AKA me, uh, who don't care about the ultimate main functionality of it, but aesthetically it looks pleasing and nostalgic to them, so they're willing to pay the premium price. This is probably something you're gonna enjoy, you know, putting on your TV or something like somewhere. 
It's tiny as shit, mind you. Oh, yeah, like, it is. So don't expect it to be a main talk piece. Like, frame it on the wall or something, but don't expect this giant-ass PlayStation like ye old times that's going to sit there. Everybody's going to look like, oh, you got a PlayStation. It's roughly four by six inches. So it, it, it's it's small. Uh, we have no confirmation yet because uh, for those who are listening, it just officially came out today, uh, the 3rd of uh, December, Monday. Uh, so we don't know if it's hackable yet. So that might raise the price a little bit. But at that point, it's like if you're that so desperate to have a PlayStation 1 with more preloaded games or different preloaded games at this point, it's like, why get that? Why not just get a Raspberry Pi? Why not just buy it on the PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 4 or Vita. Uh, it, there's so many better options to play most of these games. It just it, it stinks because there, there's just, there's not even one single game on there where it's like, oh, I haven't played that game for a while. This would be an interesting and legal way for me to play. Every other game on here that I'd want to play, I get a better way of getting it. And if not, then I don't care enough to actually want oh, yeah. to get it. It's like Destruction Derby is great. It's a great game. It gave me good memories. Would I want to play it right now? Sure. If you put it in front of me, am I going to go out of my way to emulate it on a uh, t- you know TV with multiple uh, PlayStation wireless PlayStation DualShock controllers, which this doesn't have, by the way. That's probably another biggest peeve. There's no thumbsticks in the controllers for this. This is uh, the original controller. So if you enjoy playing Metal Gear Solid with uh, using the directional pad and no uh, you know sensitivity for running and whatnot, good luck, Jack. <laughs> oh, man. No, thank you. Uh the cords are not super long but if you get a long hdmi cord you can just run hdmi cord to the tv you can plug it in wherever you want it's also uh if it's anything like the super nintendo it's probably gonna be usb powered like you can yep. power this yeah. Nintendo with the usb thing or just plug it into a wall take your pick uh overall for a hundred dollars twenty dollars more than the super nintendo with 20 games that uh i uh, i don't have any super strong attachment to i'm mean, obviously like final fantasy 7 is a big one but like i said I, I just bought it for cheap on the PS4. I, 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 I can't get behind this one, man. Uh, it, like, there might be people out there that are teetering. It's like, should I get the PlayStation 1 Classic? And it's like, I mean, this is Sony celebrating their 24th uh, anniversary of the PlayStation 1 coming out in, in Japan. Uh, you know, that, that's 24 years of celebration. Does, should that compel you to drop $100 for this thing? I, I say no. I say no. Uh, Nick is violently shaking his head like... Uh, he wants to love it, but he, he he just can't put himself into it. Like, would you pay a hundred dollars, like out of your budget money right now for this thing? Is is there any kind of no. promise for redeeming quality to it beyond no. it looking cool? No. I feel like I could get a three D printed of this thing and just slap a Raspberry Pi in, it and I'd be just as happy. I'd get a lot cheaper too. Illegal, yeah, no. but there's no. It stinks yeah, because no. I want to love it, but it was just... I, I, I'll, I'd pay $100 to get my PS1 back. So my PS1 broke down uh, yeah. when I was maybe six or seven. Oh. Uh, no, no, maybe maybe six or seven, let's say. And then we took it to a guy to get it fixed. Um, we left it off and we never picked it up. I don't know what it was. It's not like it wasn't like a malicious thing. It wasn't like my dad was like, no, fuck you. You're not getting that back. It's just neither of us cared enough to like ever like think about it or talk about it. So we forgot it. So I keep wondering every now and then, whatever did that guy do with it? I would imagine that he probably used it to experiment circuitry or whatever, like to practice, use it to practice, or maybe he pawned it off or maybe he sold it off. But that's what happened to my PS1. And then I got a PS2 shortly after. And that is a fair and very decent upgrade. It's, 
kind of like uh and not to bring this up again when i uh destroyed or i had my game board color destroyed by my dad uh obviously after a couple of weeks he started to realize that i had nothing else to play and he got really upset about it years later he gave me a game board color but uh to for my birthday which was a couple of months later he ended up getting me a uh, game boy advance so it's like you know uh, I'm so sad. I can't play Pokemon Silver and Ooh, Pokemon Sapphire Ruby. Hello. <laughs> oh man, this screen's a little bit wider. Hmm. I can. Oh man. Yeah, it's like, uh, no. Uh, for those who are teetering on the PlayStation Classic, hold on. It's gonna get cheaper. You're gonna find good games, and if you've really desperately wanted to play it on a subpar system that has a you know five foot long uh, PlayStation controller that has no thumbsticks. That you can plug out a few TV at lower frame rate and uh, <laughs> refresh rate. Uh, you, you got better options for this. Uh, so many better options. So many better options. Just hold off, guys. It, it's going to be worth it in the end. I promise you. We, we we do want to support you know the release of the PlayStation. Obviously, it's you know twenty four years is a good long year. Uh, that's uh, one year younger than my wife, I believe. So uh, that puts me in perspective, actually. Oh, geez. <laughs> Makes me certain they're really One year younger than, uh, one year older than me. Oh, wow. Like, I I was in third grade, I believe, when I got my PlayStation. And, it, you know, it started to become a big thing. This is actually, oh, no. Okay. I was still like, man, this is weird because I was like seven or eight when I got it. I was like, oh, it's because it came out in Japan at that time. And it came over to America. I don't know when yeah. specifically. Actually, let me check this out. PS1 American release. Because uh, I'm curious about this now, too. I should know this. Let's see. Uh, looks like it came out in September 1995. So I would have been four. Hmm. I think uh, I got it when I was like six or seven. So the PlayStation 1 was a couple years old when I got it. So, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, PlayStation Classic. Probably shouldn't get it. Probably not. Probably shouldn't get it. That's sad. Uh, anything else you want to touch up on it before we wrap things up here? No. Um, you, you leaned in closer, like you're gonna say something like uh, dark or uh, very. No, uh, I think I, I again. I don't want to be too negative or ruin anybody's fun, but I think we've said everything. I recommend you get it because about fucking time you get a Sony console in your house again. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, also, fun fact, $100 for the uh, Sony uh, PlayStation Classic. And for only $100 more, you could have gotten a PlayStation 4 with Spider-Man. Just yep. putting that out there. Uh, a much better investment for those interested. Anyways, uh, game releases. Do you want to take it away for now? Sure. So leading off uh, from our topic of the show, the PlayStation Classic comes out on the 3rd of December. So that is today. Yeah. Um, as we recommend, uh, think carefully before you get it. At least look at the game list. Uh, suggestion is our suggestion is not to. Uh, um, don't charge in blindly. Uh, shop cautiously. Whatever other bullshit we got to say to you that convinces you that maybe you shouldn't get this, you should appreciate it from afar. Uh, Super Nintendo Entertainment System Classic is a much better purchase, and it's more available. Yes. A lot of people think it's super rare right now. There's still usually one copy at that store that you're thinking about getting it. So give it a look, please. December 4th is a big day for video games. Yeah, it is. Wow. It is a very I mean, big day. It is a big Tuesday in December. All so, right. Uh, so, <laughs> starting, starting from the top, we've got Beholder 2 on PC. Never heard of it. Uh, oh. Gear Club Unlimited 2 coming out on the Switch. We've got Hearthstone's newest expansion coming out. Uh, Rastakan's 
Rumble. Okay. Uh, uh, then we've got, and it says your PC, but I'm pretty sure that would come out on all platforms, whatever Hearthstone's on. Um, uh, that like. that is true. So uh, more than likely mobile and all that stuff. So. Um, then we got Just Cause 4 that's coming out on PC, PS4, and Xbox on December 4th. Um, there there are a bunch of streamers who have had their hands on it because they got early access codes. I'm hearing that it's a lot of fun. I haven't actually seen gameplay. so I mean, as Just Cause should be. Uh, if there's one thing that everybody gives Just Cause 4, it's a lot of fun. There's if you always take like- Just Cause seriously, there's some, you need to maybe reevaluate your life. Yeah, uh, maybe probably... If, if you are that serious, maybe you should buy a PlayStation Classic. I don't know. Uh, if you like... Uh, I, I'm not just making <laughs> shit up. We've got Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom coming out on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Okay. That is a... Uh, I believe that is a newer one, but uh, I'm, have you heard of Monster Boy before? No. It's like uh, one of those uh, old school traditional uh, Japanese games that has its roots all the way back to the 80s with uh, okay. the simple uh, platformer style kind of game. But uh, much like Mario and whatnot, except it wasn't ex- as popular, but it was still on the back burner where people you know know and heard of it and enjoyed it. So Monster Boy and uh, it's different because it has a bunch of different titles as you know translation happens right, throughout right. the years. But uh, this is the newest reiteration. So I just wanted to give it some recognition. Uh, then we've got Mutant Year Zero, Road to Eden, coming out yeah. on PC, PS4, Xbox One. Have you heard of this? <laughs> Not at all. All right. Override Mech City Brawl. It's next on our list, coming out on PC, PS4, and Xbox One as well. Um, I'm assuming it's a sort of racing game. It says Brawl in the title, so Combat may- racing? That's, robots? That's fighting? also possible. I... Let's see. Looking uh, like this to stall for time and it is a 3D mech brawler game. So uh, think, okay. so think uh, robot fighting. Okay, robot fighting. And then we've got a uh, triple hitter here. We've got Persona 3, Persona 4, Persona 5 on the list. Persona 3, Dancing in Moonlight coming out on the PS4 and uh, console I've never actually heard of the PS Vita. Uh, Persona 4 coming out, uh, Persona 4 Dancing All Night coming out on the PS4. And Persona 5, Dancing in Starlight coming out on the PS4. And again, the same console, PS Vita. I've never heard of it. Interesting. Um, so the, the uh, one what are these game... Dancings? Uh... So, it came out recently, I believe, uh, Persona 3 and 4. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's going on here, because <laughs> that, that, those are three different games that it's listing right there, almost like yeah. Pokemon uh, Yellow Editions. Uh, I believe uh, the previous reiteration of uh, Dancing All Night uh, was a like a crossover between two games, like, for example, Persona 3 and Persona 4, I believe, was the last one. Right. And uh, it focused on like a, almost a visual novel sense style game where there was uh, dancing mini games to progress through the story instead of like battling. You you would duke it out with the bosses by having dance-offs. Okay. Because this is Atlas. Uh, now, in this version, I believe it focuses less on the visual novel sense of it and focuses more on actually doing something instead of watching people talk for hours at a time because that's how it goes. Uh, I didn't know that there's three different games coming out, though. And it doesn't explain the whole crossover thing. Also, Persona 4 is coming out for the PS4, uh, the Dancing All Night. Yep. Um, uh, but all the other ones are coming out for the PlayStation Vita. Uh, I just want to point out that PS uh, Persona 4 Dancing All Night, or Persona 4, was the only one of these titles that came out on the Vita, like, eventually. But it's not coming out on the Vita for some reason. It's like... Uh, they it maybe didn't... already on the Vita? Uh, that, that's possible. 
Honestly, if you uh, asked me two questions, is Cam excited for this? You bet you're a funny ass he is. Tyler, do uh, you care? <laughs> that's the second question. <laughs> I'm not um, interested in any of this until I beat Persona 5, and even then, I'm not paying full price for something like this. This looks like a gimmick game. Understood. Uh, next on the list, when we're still on December 4th, mind you, and we have a ways to go. Uh, yeah, Thronebreaker, The Witcher Tales, coming out no. on PS4 and Xbox One. What is this? Do you have any idea? Yeah, so this is what I wanted to get a little while back, but then I just didn't end up getting because of school and uh, yeah. Um, it's basically a single player story expansion to Gwent, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's already out on PC um, and this is it's, uh, this is a delayed release for the consoles. Okay. Yeah. Now, so this is essentially a card game uh, expansion or sequel? Uh, ex- no expansion. This is like the this is the first campaign that they're la- launching officially, so it can't be a sequel. Um, okay, fair enough. But uh, yeah, it's single player story mode, and you go through it, and I believe by uh, winning uh, as you play the game, or like as you play the game, you get more cards to add to your um, arsenal in uh, player versus player. Um, so after that, the last game on the fourth of December is uh, Toki. Toki. Uh, Toki originally was a. Uh... A shoot 'em up platformer arcade game, where you know they call them running guns. Yep. Back in the day, where uh, you know you sh- kind of like uh, you shoot somebody, railroad you over to the next area, you shoot them up. Uh, I don't know if this is a new game or if it's just uh, a ye oldie game that's being ported over, but uh, that is you know, coming out for the Switch uh, on Tuesday tomorrow. Also, uh, the only thing that's well known about Toki is uh, it's a well known Japanese steakhouse and sushi bar. Hmm. <laughs> So that's all I know about Toki, but yeah, it's a it's a real gun shooter. Um, but that's all for December fourth. Yes. Uh, December sixth, we've got two games coming out: uh, Jagged Alliance Rage coming out for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One, and The Last Remnant Remastered coming out for the PS4. Now Do- I don't know anything about The Last Remnant. Uh, Jagged Alliance is uh, it's a turn-based tactics game. I don't know what the story is about. Uh, apparently it has to do with uh, hiring a bunch of mercenaries with uh, a lot of personality to them, uh, so to speak. So uh, uh, maybe uh, I don't know how to describe it because I haven't really seen too much of it, but uh, hey, I don't don't even know what the price point is, but uh, I have no idea. (laughs) I really have no idea. Do you know anything about uh, The Last Remnant? It is a Square Enix game. Oh, oh boy! It's an RPG. Um, that's all I know. So, <laughs> so this is a remaster. The original game came out um, in 2008. Wow, uh, man, they're really fucking up. I'm sorry to say, Square Enix. Actually, I shouldn't say that because I don't want to say that until Kingdom Hearts 2 comes out. And it's fucking fantastic. But I'm just saying, like, uh, got rid of Hitman. Got rid of uh, well, severely delayed, infinitely uh, Final Fantasy 7. Uh, no mention of that. They canceled all the Final Fantasy 15 DLC except for like one. They uh, their latest big bad banger right now is the Quiet Man, which has been receiving such shit reviews that uh, it might as well just set itself on fire. No offense. Uh, actually, if they set the game on fire, it actually makes some noise, so it wouldn't be so quiet as a man. <laughs> they call it the Emulation uh, Man. Funny. And uh, this, there's still no mention like that. 
I guess there was a uh, some kind of uh, mention. This might actually be a rumor, but there's a mention I got told by my friend that they said they're going to 100% focus their attention on Final Fantasy VII after Kingdom Hearts III came out. Whether or not that's true is beyond the scope of my knowledge. I say it's bullshit, but I don't know that. So keep that in mind. But yeah, last remnant. Congratulations, Square Enix. Yeah, I got another title out. Moving on. Yes. Uh, that's all for December 6th. I love Brands. December 6th, Brands. We've got our last batch of games, and they're all coming out on the 7th of December. Uh, starting off with Gungrave VR. Uh, it's coming out for the PSVR. What a surprise. Uh, it's uh, a VR game. Wow. Yeah, I'm shocked. Really? I know. Dropping it uh, for the PlayStation 4. Capital D colon. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> uh, we've got Iris Fall coming out for the PC. Capital D colon. <laughs> you get, you get it. <laughs> it's like me when I say sad face uh, dot png um, uh, this is a game that I'm assuming uh, that I know people were excited for not assuming uh, Katamari uh, Damacy reroll it's coming out uh, for the PC Katamari Damashi. Damashi. yes my bad uh, have you ever messed with a, a Katamari game no do you know what it's about no uh, it's, it's a rolling game yeah, it's like a, it, it, it's you know it's a one trick pony essentially, but yeah, you're basically starting with like a small ball that can anything sticks to it. So you're just trying to slowly stick everything around in a given environment just to make this giant s ball to help the king in some bullshit story that I never remember. So sounds fun. Yeah, um, this is a game that I really want to skip, but I, I, I Player Unknown's Battlegrounds comes out officially on the PS4 December seventh. Don't they mean Ten Cents Battleground at this point? Because uh, I don't think Player Unknown Brendan Green owns any of this, or if he does, uh, he doesn't have too much say in it as much as he probably wants. I don't care. Tyler. Yeah, he's probably fucking so rich that he doesn't care either. He, he's like, put it out on. Uh, I don't fucking know the. Uh, the, the, well, I was going to say the uh, Nintendo Switch, but that's, I guess, possible. I don't know why they do that, but... Eh. We've got Subnautica coming out on the PS4 and Xbox One. That is actually something that Amanda should know. Uh, the idea that uh, you can play Subnautica on the PlayStation 4 would be uh, helpful. I believe fun. it's still in early access uh, on the PC through Steam, and I would imagine with this official release, it's probably going to be I, out of early access. I want to look at the judge over here. Uh, Amanda, she's... <laughs> Hello, Judge. Uh, Subnautica, did it finally get officially released? Okay, I just want because I okay, I was like, I stand corrected. Yes. Yeah, so uh, sub- DLC? Yeah, they did. It's like, uh... I'm sorry. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have surprise guest, uh, Amanda. Tell us about Subnautica. It is officially released, and it was officially released a while ago, but they do have, um, a new DLC pack. It's, it's part of the game. It's the same kind of game, but it's a separate storyline. So, and it's, what was it called? It's like sub something, sub zero. Sure. Sub zero. So it's a frozen and it's entirely all new monsters and just all new everything. And uh, so I wonder if any of this, like, will that all come out for the uh, Xbox One or the PlayStation 4? I, I have no idea. Or I'm if not it sure, would just but I be... think this is the first release for console. Right, it is. And I, I assume that's going to be the uh, the base game specifically and then maybe potentially DLC later on. But, uh, hey, that's a good jump. I'm okay with us and Nautica making that jump. But there's uh, 
There's the, one more game on this list that yeah, I think just, everybody excited for. Just one last thing before we one go. One little game that I don't think anybody's ever heard of. You um, know, uh, not a big fan. It's uh, gotten terrible reviews. Uh, oh, man. It's the uh, Kirby Hero Simulator. <laughs> Is that the one where um, everybody's killed by the hands in the sky and Kirby saves the world? Yep. Man, Kirby Star Allies HD. It's getting a remake on its own Nintendo Switch, which was originally on as well. Wow. Uh, They are rebranding the name, though. Uh, What what is it called? Um, I'm not sure how I feel about this, um, but the the new title is uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? Why would they rename Kirby Star Allies to that? It's Kirby Star Allies 2, I guess, essentially at this point. Um, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate comes out for the Switch on December 7th. Um, Which uh, puts it at uh, this uh, Friday. Wow. Uh, I mean, not surprising, but wow. That game is uh, less than a week away. Get hyped. Very much so. uh, I'm scared, man. I'm scared. I sincerely hope with all my heart. There's been a lot of times where uh, I... With all my heart. Look, there's been a lot of games I keep buying to play online with my friends, and we just get shat on. Think Mario Tennis Aces. Think Super Mario Party. We just be hitting with these weird online internet, like, hell, even Let's Go Pikachu. I can't even play with them. I can only trade and battle them, which is the most that you'd normally want out of a Pokemon game. But when you can do local couch cooperative, but can't do that over the Wi-Fi, when you can only pick 10 games for Super Mario Party... I'm fucking scared. This game is one of the few Nintendo games I've seen that they actually done multiplayer right, but I'm afraid that they're going to fuck up this time. I'm afraid that I didn't hear like, oh, you can't actually play online with your friends from different consoles. You're going to get fucked over. Let's hope for the best. Let's hope for the best. All right. Pray to the Triforce. (sighs) I I pray every night, brother. I, I, I kneel before the triad. Actually, that I believe that's a infamous uh, gang of uh, from China, so I probably shouldn't say that. Uh, so, uh, here, here we go, Tyler. This is how I die. Yeah, this is how you go, you're gonna wake up with uh, a pona's head in your bed. Um, uh, what, what happened in 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 this day in gaming all those so, years ago? So uh, we got uh, four big events that I have listed here. A uh, couple of good ones, a couple of meh, but uh, actually, I would say most of them are good. Uh, starting from the most recent that I could figure out, uh, for the 3DS in 2015, the original Pokemon Procross came out. Now, okay. uh, I'm not sure if you ever messed with a Procross game. Nope. I don't uh, play any spinoff games from the Pokemon series. That is fair, uh, but I would say the focus is more on the Procross uh, style, which is a puzzle. If you enjoy Sudoku, Procross would be in your ballpark if you've never touched a Procross before. And obviously, if you love Procross in general anyways, like, uh, for example, my wife, uh, Pokemon version of that is even more enjoyable. Oh, of course. So it was a really popular Q game for those who played it. Came on the 3DS uh, three years ago on Monday. Sorry, not I shouldn't say Monday. December second of uh, 2015. December third. Th- uh, oh, December third. You're right. My bad. My bad. Wait, December third. Wait, isn't? Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, it just hit midnight for. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. Gosh, time's fun. Oh God, we're at, ladies and gentlemen, we are in a new game. Welcome to Casual Master Quest, where <laughs> games never stop coming. Uh, number two on the list, I have Jack and Daxter, the Precursor Legacy. Now, this isn't the original game, mind you. 
but actually, is it or is it not? I don't even know anymore. This um, I don't think so because I think the first game came out on the PS One. It also says right after a PlayStation Two Greatest Hit series, so I suppose this isn't the 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 original Black Label, but. Uh, it's obviously big enough of a name that I figured even if it's just getting the uh, the kind of remaster treatment, it should get some uh, notice. Funnily enough, this is the only Jack and Daxter game that I haven't played. Really? Yeah, because I couldn't find a copy of it by the time I actually started playing. So I got Jack and Daxter 3 first, and then I worked my way backwards, and it was already too late for me to find a copy of Jack and Daxter as a precursor legacy. Ooh. ooh. Yeah. Now, uh, I could be seeing this wrong, but let me just confirm and look at this here. Uh, it looks like uh, December 1st, 2001 is where it, when it originally came out. But that doesn't make sense because I didn't see that on the list. Uh, but right here, and, and what I put down, it says 2002. So I'm not sure what's going on here. For it, me, it uh, says December 3rd, 2001. Yeah. Uh, so that, that that's throwing me in for a loop right now. But uh, let's say it's uh, actually 2002 makes it 16, 2001 makes it 17, which in a lot of states is very important. So I was going to say, eh, it's just a year apart. What's the worst that could happen? Uh, so much. Yeah, so much. Ooh. Like the Jack and Daxter you know, it could easily put me in jail if I tried playing fiddling <laughs> with that controller. Ooh. Uh, number three. What is number three on the list, Nick? Pikmin. I came out on the GameCube in 2001. Wow, 17 years old for Pikmin. Have you ever touched or heard of Pikmin before? No, uh, no. So when I tell you there's the concept of uh, a little oh, guy... We, we, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. We talked about Pikmin. Uh, okay. We've talked about Pikmin before. Oh, so you don't want me to bore you with the joy that is Pikmin. <laughs> uh, is it a game that you particularly enjoy? Uh, yes. Uh, I do love the uh, the exploration and combat features, but uh, I think I got really discouraged uh, by the end of uh, Pikmin 3 because Pikmin 1 was a simple, you run around, you you know, collect bad guys, uh, cor- carcasses, and uh, collect good stuff. It was just a good, you know, feel good, have fun game. Right. Uh, number number two introduced the concept of, oh, you got to control two people. I'm like, ugh. I was like, oh, man, that's, that's too complex for me. I, I'm already at a time limit. I don't want to control two people getting back. And then there's Pikmin 3, which has, I believe, up to three people you get to control. And it's like, why? Just give me one again. I'm okay with one. But uh, Pikmin in general, it's a good game. I would, I didn't want to give it the full respect because this was the creation of, you know, a, a cool franchise that uh, Nintendo kind of started throwing on the back burner again. I mean, it came out for the Wii U, but uh, obviously it's got to be one of the games that's probably going to get remade potentially very soon for the Nintendo Switch. It has to get one of those treatments soon, but a lot of games that, well, I mean, Wii U ports definitely came out on Nintendo Switch before, geez. But uh, yeah, Pikmin, uh, number four on the list, and obviously we talked about this already very specifically. Nick, go ahead and take it away if you can. Uh, number four on the list is um, the original release of the PlayStation 1. Yes, the very first model of the Sony PlayStation uh, came out in Japan on this day 24 years ago in 1994. Uh, kudos to them for you know celebrating it by putting out a subpar piece of shit system that looks amazing, but otherwise has no other redeeming qualities. But of course, uh, you know, go ahead and refer to our little review earlier. Maybe you shouldn't purchase it. Uh, my my very extremist views on the matter you know it's exactly that it's a little well interpolar you know a little too far extrapolar i don't remember what the term is but yeah cool sweet cool. 
Nice. Are you going to live? Because it feels like every time I mention the PlayStation, you start going into a <laughs> dying fit. No, I just had a thing in my throat. Ah, yes, the the, the PlayStation cock. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Don't you hate it when it, they're like, $100? Okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I think that's pretty much it. Should we wrap this up? Yes, please. Okay, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, I'm on twitch.tv slash two times Tyler, which uh, you probably shouldn't check that just yet, but I'll announce it one day on Twitter. Twitter, however, is something you should totally check out. Also at two times Tyler, all letters, one word. What about you, Nick? Where, where can we find you in the world? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at LRWarrior11. Um, okay. And you can find me on my Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash LRWarrior11. I'm going to be back to streaming as soon tomorrow, I'm pretty sure, for all you listeners. Nice. Um, because there's a new DLC dropping for Destiny 2. And I've Ooh. got I've got a bud to play with. So we're, we're going to be doing that. But, but don't you... Don't you? Are, are you gonna stream the PlayStation Classic? Are, no. are, are you gonna stream Persona Three Dancing in Moonlight? Doubt. Persona Four Dancing All Night. I don't even have a Sony system, so probably not. Yeah, that's true. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, if you want to, I can buy it and put it on my PS4, and then you can uh, have it streamed out I'm to your never, TV. I'm never, ever playing a game via stream share. Okay, fine. You're fucking lost. Anyways, you can find out <laughs> Casual Master Quest uh, on Twitter. It's at MasterQuestPod, which you obviously will hear at the end of the show anyways. Uh, you can also email us at CasualMasterQuest at gmail.com. Is there any final words, plans, whatnot that we should uh, give a shout out to before things burn down to the ground? Um, I'm excited for the end of the year. Yeah, me too. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of Game of the Year talk and uh, a lot of things we get to try out. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a lot coming out uh, this week and next week and uh, get hyped man there's so much that we get the trash talk we get the you know scream from the mountaintops uh, how great it is and all that stuff I'm ready to defend to the fullest intent, uh, content or extent there we go extent there extent you that Detroit Become Human is going to be game of the year anyways uh, <laughs> I know right uh, let's wrap this up I think that's it. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We hope to see you know, hear from you. We hope you'll hear from us next week specifically. And don't forget to never stop to grind. You guys have yourselves a great day, okay? Bye-bye. Find more of our work by searching for Casual Master Quest on iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast players. Check out what we'll be doing next week on Twitter at MasterQuestPod.